This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We've been taught that having negative emotions is bad, but feeling angry, sad, or overwhelmed is normal. Visit BetterHelp.com allies and learn to process those difficult emotions. Hello, welcome to These Allies Podcast. I'm Daniel Bloodworth, coming to you from Los Angeles, California. This week, I'm joined by Bradley Ellis. Hi. Michael Huber. Yo. And in the control room, we've got a crowd in there. Wee. Uh, we've got Isla Hink, Don Casanova, and Gabby. Isla, Hi. introduce Gabby. Hi. Welcome to Gabby, our new community manager. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby, do you want to introduce yourself? Way far away from a she mic. Doesn't really well, well, she would have to move. Gabby's amazing. She's um, We have a post on our Patreon about her if you'd like to learn more. But basically, she has experience in social media management, community management, post and pre and production production, TV, film and TV. Um, she's a great fit. And um, yeah, even though we already knew her, she was submitted to the same arduous interview process that everyone else was. And just... Stayed on top of the pile, fair and square. So, yeah, be nice to Gabby, please. We love Gabby. Um, yeah, friends, we're here to discuss way too much stuff. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on. The wind. We is got big drops me. today. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy and Dragon's Dogma drops. Woo! We haven't even talked about Xbox officially on this podcast yet. The PC gaming show happened. The Capcom show happened. A whole bunch of other showcases happened. It's nuts. Uh, But before we get started, uh, we must answer for mistakes that we made on last week's podcast. So, Isla, begin corrections music, please. Boop. Pay for your sins, Woodworth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, first one's definitely all on me. (laughs) Uh, I mentioned that items are being added to Nickelodeon All-Stars in a huge update, including... Soka's boomerang. However, the character in the show pronounces his name Saka. Ah. Uh, which is why Damiani had me repeat it, but didn't actually correct me. <laughs> the bait. The Damiani bait laying the trap. That's funny. Uh, to be clear, if that were an actual real Japanese name, I would have been pronouncing it correctly, but I had no frame of reference. Never run. For the show. Uh, Isla started out guessing that the Game Gear used six batteries, then corrected herself to say eight batteries, which Huber confirmed, but in fact, the Game Gear did require six AAA batteries. I knew it. I knew it in my bones. Call me next Tuesday before the group stream. (laughs) I'm going to forget every time. Damn it. Oh, for a second, I was like, just a chat? I got to bring it in. Chat? Oh, bring in your Game Gear. Game Gear. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play that thing. Uh, When bringing up the Saints Row Boss Factory character creator demo, Huber heaped praises, saying that finally someone is doing this. Yeah. However, Saints Row actually has a history of this. Yeah, they've done it they like four times. The initiation station for Saints Row the Third and the inauguration station for Saints Row Four. Ah. Both demos, which by the way are still available to download. Oh. I uh, only played Saints Row One and Two, so mm. there's the gap in knowledge right there. Yeah. Excellent. You know what other game allowed you to customize your character in the demo and transfer it to the full game? Hmm. Dragons Dogma. Nice. Oh, dude. Woohoo! Sick. 
I actually booted that up last night, the boss factory, got into the creator, was so overwhelmed, immediately deleted. <laughs> yep, I'll, I'll need to do it like in the studio with, with help. It was, I was overwhelmed. And you, Huber, I've got another one that's yours. Nice. Uh, in Mission to Mars, Tin Robin's helmet doesn't crack and he doesn't pop. After getting knocked off the ship, he suicides by taking off his helmet willingly. Oh, yeah. So that his wife, who's trying to save him, doesn't get herself killed. When he does remove his helmet, he suffocates and freezes almost instantly. He does not pop. I, and I went back and I like, okay. looked up the clip. Total, hey, total recall. Clip. I, I remember it being epic. <laughs> total recall he pops, yeah. though. It's been like 20 years. Almost pops. <laughs> awesome. And if you have a correction, uh, leave it in the YouTube comments on either the public version or the patron version of this episode. Start with the word correction and leave a timestamp uh, so I can go back and reference what you're correcting. End corrections music. Boop. I probably just wanted to say the word pop. Probably. Because it's one of my favorites. <laughs> pop. Pop. You do like that word. That's a good one. Brad, yeah, we've been missing you for a little bit. Oh, yeah, been but gone. we got you here for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yes. Uh, today, uh, they had a Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary event. They went over four games. Technically, they went over five games. Really? Oh, five you games. Know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess so. Yeah, because they they went over First Soldier, which is the mobile battle royale going mm-hmm. into season three. Uh, they gave us another look at Ever Crisis, which is this other weird, like, mobile remake that, like, yeah, blends like, all, all the games of together. the anthology yeah. of Final Fantasy VII together, and, and uh, that's going into, like, a closed beta later on. It's still, yeah. it seems like a ways off for what that yeah. game is. Yeah. Uh, they gave us a first look at Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, yeah. which we can get you to talk about as well, uh, which is coming, quote-unquote, this winter to basically all platforms. Uh, and then they went over Final Fantasy VII Rebirth coming, quote-unquote, next winter. PS5 is the only thing they put on there. Mm-hmm. And then they confirmed, which the fifth one would be, that the third game in the Final Fantasy VII Remake trilogy is also yeah, in the works three games. already. Um, and the Steam version of uh, Inter- Intermission or Intermission yeah, coming the, out they now. They went over the, yeah, the yeah. Steam version because uh, it was only on Epic before on yep. PC. Uh, and Katase says that development is proceeding proceeding at an astonishingly fast yeah. pace. So, yeah, Good thoughts, to hear. Yeah. Brad. Uh, okay, well, there's a lot to take in. Should we go one by one? With yeah, the yeah, wherever you, want, wherever you want to well, start. I mean, well, we don't have to go over Soldier, Ever Crisis like, and First I don't Soldier, really yeah. know anything about it. I don't have any interest yeah. in it, personally, but it's cool. It's getting updates, so there's that. Uh, Ever Crisis is interesting. We did hear about this game like a year or two ago. Mm. And we knew it was kind of be like, like you said, covering the anthology of the game. We don't know how much of each game it's going to be specifically. We saw some of like the gameplay of it, like walking around the map, which looked cool. Yeah, what's what's interesting is like the map screens look like the very old games. similar to like yeah, like like a newly made version of the original yeah, game. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So definitely. like if you're looking at some of the even some of the like environments, mm-hmm. they just feel like. They like did a more like faithful like one to one kind of thing. They're like, oh, okay, I know where that is, kind of. Yeah, they showed like the jail self in the Shinra building. Yeah, and, stuff and like, like that. the more not quite chibi, but more like mm-hmm. yeah. stylized character designs. Yeah, yeah. But then you get in the battles. They look and it more, looks more like, like the remake. remake. Yeah. yeah. And we saw them wearing some new outfits, so I guess that'll be some monetization thing. I guess for it, you know, skins you could probably buy. 
But I'm interested to see more closed beta. Like I don't know mm-hmm. why there's a closed beta, but maybe there's some other online elements we don't know yeah, about. Why would you need a beta? I'm not sure. Square Enix, what are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, but in terms of Crisis Core, kind of surprised that it's like a remake. Like the gra- it looks gr- much better graphically than the PSP yeah. game, and it's really not great. to re- like Final Fantasy VII remake level. No, 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 no. But, no. but it's like. Yeah. It looks better for sure. It doesn't look like a remake, but it looks uh, quite a step up, and it's great because <laughs> Crisis Core has been stranded on PSP for a long time. Couldn't even buy it digitally, so you couldn't play it on your Vita or anything like that. Right, like physical only. Mm-hmm. But now it's finally you couldn't even buy it digitally on PSP. I don't think you could buy wow. it because I'm pretty sure you couldn't get that in Birth by Sleep when the PSP Go came out. Mm-hmm. I think you couldn't. They weren't on the store at the time, so finally people can play this game, and it's like. With all these Final Fantasy games, you're going to want to play that game if you're curious about the story. It's pretty important. So, yeah, it's great to see that. That's on everything, which is nice. Switch, PlayStation, Xbox. Yeah, Yeah, then they were listing last-gen versions on those. Yeah, PS4 version was on there. Yeah, so that was great. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, like, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Dude, I'm the most hyped for that out of, like... The most hyped out of everything? Like, no, not not obviously Remake 2, but like more hyped for this than something like even uh, Integrate. Like, oh, dude, right. wanting, sure, sure, sure. I've been wanting to go back to Crisis Core. Yeah, yeah. I played it on PSP when it came out, but full, like, I was expecting that it would be just maybe like a, a port or whatever. Yeah, that's like what maybe I thought like it would the be. PS Plus type stuff. Mm-hmm. Seems like they're giving it way more effort. Yeah. And I just remember really liking the story of that one. Yeah. And. Just hyped. Yeah. Have to go back for that. I, did you ever play that blood? No, I didn't. I didn't play a ton of PSP stuff. Right. Okay. I never got like a PSP of my own. So anything that I played on PSP was like basically like That's one right. of the work PSPs. Yeah. Um, which is it's funny because I actually have a couple of PSP games, <laughs> even though <laughs> I don't funny. own a PSP. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, that's one that I I never got around to. I guess I guess what I'm trying to say about the hype for it is like it had the hardest road to get here, you know? Like, we were always going right. to get Remake Part 2 or whatever. Oh, right? sure. Like, Crisis Core, like, it's a big deal we're getting this. Yeah, it's, it's a really big deal. Yeah. It helps a lot of yeah, players nice. that have not played it. Like, I thought yes, it was just going to be... The least expected of today's announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, it was nice to get, because I thought it was just going to be an Ever Crisis. That's how they would handle it, but it is nice being able to actually play that game mm-hmm. for a lot of people, because I know a lot of people haven't played it. it. Even, like, a recoded type, if they did, or something with it, like if they made it a movie oh, or something, okay. yeah, you sure. know? Long movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool we're getting the full Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm very stoked. And it's this winter, which could mean this year or next year. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I always so, get annoyed when publishers use winter because they mean entirely different things half the time. And yeah, so it's, it's like, like okay. February, January, is that December, winter? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, so it's like it could be anywhere between December and the end of next March. Yeah. Know, so. Yeah. It is, it's, yeah, it's uncertainty, but like, I like having at least a window. You know, it's something, I guess. Yeah. But um, then we got the big one, the big boy. I th- I th- was pretty sure we were going to see something of this game, but I did not expect to see as much as we did. Right. I was expecting maybe just like a little teaser trailer. I mean, this was. I mean, but like, I really expected just like a full on like just like marketing nonsense of like, oh, get your download your wallpapers. You know, we yeah, did, we got a wallpaper for every party member and that kind of thing. And and they did go over like some music and things like that. And yeah, some, some and, merchandise. And the clock. They brought up the Buster Short clock again. Yeah, love <laughs> <laughs> that thing. But I really expected it to be. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be very basically sparse, that and like sparse. some developer, you know, talking, talking to about the it. Kind of like, yeah. 
Oh, they so do it's really cool that we actually got get to see some gameplay of it. Like not a lot, but like see some of the vision of the next game and like looks pretty damn good. Got me really hyped. The fact that they even mentioned three was intense. That means like dude that they confirmed. Conf- that yeah, they're, yeah. So like development is coming along nicely. Laid out the plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this game's on I assume Unreal Five because the other games were on Unreal mm-hmm. Four, and I'm sure that's probably helping them with the development. They mentioned they, restructuring how their development is being done. It's, yeah. And that's speeding up the process. Yeah, I don't know exactly what that means, you know. Because it was a long road for the first game. Yeah, well, it got, like, canceled almost, <laughs> or essentially it was a different developer, but now they've been taken over. And they did, what, Intergrade or Intermission was, like, last year also. And that was, like, five hours almost. So it's like, man, really moving along on this game. Yeah. So it's very reassuring to hear that. That things are proceeding smoothly, especially with the history of this game. So yeah. throw a Crisis Core in there too. Yeah, they're yeah. crushing it. Yeah, they're they're doing good so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad, I've got I got two kind of separate veins to go on with you. Number one is um, I've definitely seen you know with reactions to this already, and 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 they feed in back into the reactions to the original remake. Is that some people are just like, well, this isn't a remake at all. Like you're just, <laughs> you're totally like rewriting the story. Yeah. You're doing something different. You're like you. Do you worry about that? Nah. Do you wish you had seen the story, you know, the original story more? I, it doesn't bother me because the first game, the original, is so easy to play nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like it's on every platform, you can get a hold of it real easy. And honestly, it's a lot of the same developers, so I'm kind of happy they are involved with it and they're just taking risks and making it different. Like I don't have a problem with remakes that are super faithful to the game, but I'm very happy they're doing something different. It, it's very different from what everyone expected, including me, what they would do with it, but I'm along for the ride. I'm having a good time. I was confident, especially how part one paid off to me and finished. I felt good about it and the future of it, but you never know. Yeah. I could get even more... I, it could change. Like I don't like some things, but we'll see. I super love how, like, without getting specific, what they're doing is very, very cool to me. Yeah. You, you, you agree? You I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. I lo- I like remake more than the original already. <laughs> personally, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, don't I would, hurt me. I'm sorry. I would say the I same just, thing. I, I've always been somebody that's not it. as big on the original. Although, you know, I I where I check out is like way after where we've gotten so far. Like, mm-hmm. I always like the Midgar section. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, me too. Me too. That definitely helps. We'll see how I feel when <laughs> yeah, it's do, all over. I do feel like the next sure. section is really going to tell how. How different they're going to go. Like, how much are they going to rewrite? How much are they going to change? I mean, this is where it gets weird. I mean, Midgar is already super so weird different. and different so in di- the remake. Yeah. And stuff from later is already, like, way happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, okay. I'm mm-hmm. mostly curious, Blood, to see how the game will be structured in yeah. terms of its world. Because, you yeah. know. And that's the next thing I'm building into because, yeah. you know, Midgar. You know, it's very like linear in yeah, the original game. Yeah. You, you, you kind of go step by step. You have these very mm-hmm. you know defined sections of town that you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of like the way the original one was, like Midgar is basically like all pre-rendered backgrounds. Yeah, and then you go out the into world, actually, the world yeah. map and everything. And so it's like, how are they going? Yeah, to handle that balance. You know, in terms of the amount of freedom they give a player. I don't think Blood it'll be completely open world. I think it'll be in zones, but they'll be big. Some of the zones will be big. Like, I think you will ride a chocobo or something through a huge open zone, or you'll get the car 
and like drive around or something like that. But I don't think it's going to be like necessarily like Final Fantasy 15 kind of was in right. its world or whatever. Can't go anywhere exactly, but like a- yeah. along your journey, you can go a lot of different places. Yeah, at I think any you'll have time. more freedom to like hop back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you could. Well, I'm very curious because, like, what chocobos were just like, a, like quick fast travel thing, right? In the original remake, uh, well, you didn't you, really ride them that often. You do for a story part in the game, yeah. but you there's obviously a lot involved with it, with the racing and the breeding of right. them, and the different ones letting you get to different areas. So, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they expanded on it because, like, the chocobo riding in 15, I actually liked too. That was fun, right? So yeah, I'm curious to do. So fun in 15. Yeah. I loved riding the chocobos in that. Yeah. That was like my favorite part of that game. The chocobo <laughs> is no it joke. Was sick. Oh, it was sick. Just like through the rain in the woods on a chocobo. Such a good vibe. <laughs> but yeah, I guess Blood Eye, just happy to hear. Airship too is the other big thing. Yeah, get it that. just depends where this game's going to end. At the part of the original game where it'll end. So that could change a lot of things what I expect, I guess. So I don't know. What are your hopes and dreams with Gold Saucer, Brad? Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. I mean, I hope it has a lot of the original games. Like, I hope there's a snowboarding minigame. Oh! I hope there's, like, the basketball shooting one. I hope there's... I think the Chocobo Racing will be a part of it, because it is in the story. Ford Condor. Ford Condor's not, cho- uh, not Gold Saucer. Throw it in. Throw oh, it yeah, in. you could have a Ford Condor <laughs> thing in Fort Condor. But you could also have the Fort Condor game at actual Fort Condor. So yes. Don't know. But yeah, and I hope the roller coaster's there. I really do. And the, the haunted house. Like, I essentially want, like, all the stuff. PSVR 2 tie in on the roller coaster, first you person. You could, because it is in the original. <laughs> it is in the original. Yeah, you could have the shooting minigame. How crazy will it be if this game, part two, finishes where the original seven finished? And three is a completely oh, sure. like, oh, additional It's possible. Part. There's a lot of Seems ground like to could, cover. I mean, yeah, like I said, that's wild. That's wild. Final Fantasy VII, refried beans. Finish <laughs> your journey in the open airtight. restaurant. It's airtight. Yeah. Requiem. <laughs> and then Noctis, or which one cooks in 15? Ignis, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He shows up and like cooks you beans. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited to see the other characters we haven't seen yet. Like Sid, uh, Vincent, obviously, Kachi, all of them. Yeah. I'm really excited to see them. But I'm most excited to see how they handle the the world, the world design and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because just like so many different locations, so many different aesthetics for sure. Yeah, a lot. But it it's just reassuring to see they have like a date or date they're gonna try to hit. I wouldn't be surprised if it's delayed because everything seems to get delayed nowadays, but right. it's it's nice to hear. We'll have Crisis Core before then. Yeah, we'll have like a year, theoretically a year gap between all of them. So that it's nice, yeah. Give people chance chance to play it. No so nice. Xbox version still of remake, which is brutal for everyone. Yeah, that can't play it. Yeah, I don't know if it ever will be, or for a long time. The clock, the clock's ticking on that deal. Like honestly, I, I think it's some kind of contract thing. Well, yeah, and of then course that it number is. Will... That's why. It, yeah. And then it'll hit Game Pass. Yeah. yeah. Yep. When it comes out. Yep. It'll hit Game Pass when the whole trilogy's done. 2027. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what if they... Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Just like Kingdom Hearts, yeah. I wonder if the whole thing needs to be done. Yeah, that's... I don't know what that's kind hardcore. of deal Sony made with them or whatever. It's an expensive yeah. deal. Some money was transferred to an account. Of course. Offshore. <laughs> offshore account. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Feeling good. Some nice announcements today. Yeah. Can't complain. At the exact same time, it blows my mind. That this yeah, is how so it's weird, show dude. Because both of them had announced three o'clock on the sixteenth, uh, Dragon's Dogma two 
Woo! We got we got the confirmation. Hard confirmation. Hard confirmation. Hard confirmation. Yeah. And this is not a surprise, we right? This, no, 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 no. They, they have been hinting at this like pre-release of Devil May Cry Five, basically. What, yeah, they knew what they were going to do this. Like, yeah, you, you, I had the option of whether to make Devil May Cry Five or Dragon's Dogma Two first. Yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. first. Yeah. And he chose wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> Technology will just be better. We needed that time. Technology for two is, is where it needs to be now. Yeah. So we got a, a 10th anniversary presentation, which actually was really... It was delightful. It was cool. Very Loved cool it. and very informative. It yeah. Cool. Loved it. it. really went back to, like, uh, you know, him uh, going into, like, when he joined up with Capcom, mm-hmm. as yeah. well as just, like, his history with, like, RPGs and all You're of that. You're talking about, like, the yeah. actual concepts of the game and when and how they were born, like, climbing on the monsters and stuff, talking about yeah. cyclopses yeah. and, uh, like, elephant skulls, elephant bones, you know? Yeah. yeah. Loved yeah. all that. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and also, you know, it, it sounded like... They had started like sketching up ideas for this like before Devil May Cry two. E- oh, yeah. before two, and yeah. And then like he got jammed into that yeah. nightmare. Had to take over um, that. And then after that, like well, I got to make it right. And make yeah, Devil May, May Cry three. Yeah, in atonement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was so interesting to me that they had the ideas for this stuff so long ago, mm-hmm. and it just like stuck in his head. I love it, and like I loved how how direct they were about like. We're going to do these big creatures, but we have to change it up because otherwise every game just attacks the feet. And, right. And then they yeah. were like, so if, it's pointless if we don't make you jump onto the monsters. Yeah. Like, ah. Which, considering like what he was talking about and the timelines of things and the right. ideas they had of things, it, like, it actually sounds like they had those ideas before we even saw Shadow of the Colossus, oh, yeah. which is the closest thing I could compare it yeah, to. Yeah, that's right? what I think of. In God and, of like, War and uh, From Games, of course, mm-hmm. big beasts, like, Taking him down, but in right, oh, there wasn't a lot of things climbing. Like climbing, yeah, yeah, you were moving boss. Gone yeah. was like yeah. quick time event, yeah, kind of grabbing him. This was like True. you actually jump and push a yeah. button to grab it. Yeah, I, was this? Really this liked, was before. Sorry, I led. Well, I was just gonna say that I really like that they had that idea so long ago. Like, yeah. technologically, yeah. that seems like nigh impossible. Then. Yeah, like Shadow Colossus was really doing it. Yeah, yeah, effectively. Yeah, yeah, and so like, why the time they got to the final game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus already been out. There. Yeah, but I think that. You know, it's one of those things for like those convergent ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and then, uh, oh, they also confirm. Well, yeah, the, the reveal itself was great because they've been talking the whole time. And then they had these button-up shirts, <laughs> and they unbuttoned the shirts to reveal the T-shirt. The Capcom shirt reveals so, through their shirts. So yeah. the, well, the energy was amazing. But what I loved about it was that it's. Oh, I'm peeking like constantly. Um, what I loved about it was that it was. Uh, the way they edited it, it was like uh, an action movie where they were like showing an explosion like six times over and over again. They like showed him unzipping his shirt like three times. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, not a lot of other details, but they no. confirmed just uh, confirmed. it's on RE Engine. Yeah, every so game they're excited, making is gonna be on RE Engine. Yeah. That's a versatile engine they've got. Yeah, I know. I, Monster Hunter Rise runs on that Monster too. Monster Hunter, yeah. the movie. Street Fighter. Yeah. I can't even imagine when we see this game and a character is going into a dark room with a lantern mm, the lighting, and then yeah. some freaking beast is there. <laughs> Ari engine. It's going to look so good. One of the things I thought was really funny about this was when they were talking about the pawns 
in developing yeah. the pawns. Yeah. And like, we could have made the pawns smarter, but we right. wanted it to seem like an online player session. Yeah. And so we, we, we couldn't make them too smart. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't yeah. feel like playing with a real person. That's true, yeah. That was so Because <laughs> it was like, the whole thing was like, that your pawns like learn throughout the game, yeah. information, stuff like that, which was cool at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so th- I think that's a, still like a really interesting question as to whether this will go to be more cooperative like Monster Hunter or if it will be... Will it be online? Continue to have pawns, yeah. Huge question, honestly. Pawns, I know, are a little divisive. I don't care for them mm-hmm. that much. I'm not a big fan of the, the pawns. Um, but it is a dramatically different game. I know they had Dragon's Dogma online. We never got to play that. But... That is a it's just a completely different game. Yeah. Single player with pawns or online multiplayer. So Right. Yeah. I, I don't know which one I'm I'm in favor of, honestly. I, I'm down for either. Yeah, I know a lot of people are saying co-op. I personally want it to be either very, very optional or not multiplayer, because mm-hmm. I like taking my time, like exploring, yeah. jumping around on roves, like looking around, like it is nice to yeah, play I think by it yourself. Spoil it a little. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the pawns are a super important part of that game, yeah. and which help make it stand out. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with multiplayer, but I think the pawn is a unique aspect. I'd rather just see them build upon. Totally. I think they could flesh it out way more, make them way better. Yeah, and they way did better. spend a fair amount of time talking yeah. about that. Like, I, I feel like that and the climbing on creatures mm-hmm. and some of the creature designs and stuff like those are sort of the key points they're hitting on is like what is the identity of this game that's more like yeah. rpg elements to them or something building you, more upon their abilities yeah. and stuff like that would you give them like defined story roles no because they're the yeah, players exactly they you can have story yeah you yeah, can yeah, have yeah, like yeah. npcs or something like that that have like a story i guess yeah. and they also talked about like you know some people will make the cutest pawns or some right, people yeah. like the freakiest pawns yeah. or the yeah. strongest pawns you know so it's like there is sort of you know like yeah th- those kinds of like we're talking about Saints Row just like that idea of like creating a crazy character mm-hmm. and then you know seeing what it'll do yeah, I strangely think it's more exciting to me nowadays. The idea of having like Huber's pawn with me yeah. is almost more exciting than just Huber. Not that I don't like Huber, but like <laughs> I've played many games yeah. with Huber, and this is like a weird, unique way for me to interact with him. Totally. Yeah. Because like, how many games do that? Just where you like shadow. have their avatar, or like yeah, their their party member with you running in with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it's gonna be. <laughs> Biggest dude possible. Yeah. Huber, in, in Dragon's Dogma, do you and your pawn both roll, like, big warrior classes? I, do you balance it out? Uh, my pawn, I have an archer. Okay, archer pawn, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, I always yeah. do, I'm always an archer, and then my yeah. pawn is a mage. Nice. Do you, do you always just use the same set of pawns, or is it, or not the same set, but the same number of pawns, or they're like special events where they pull in more? You always have more? your own, and then two more. Yeah, okay. To say it's always usually four, from what I remember. I haven't played yeah. in a long time. Four, <laughs> four counting yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it'd be cool if they brought in something that was sort of, you know, almost like a raid battle or something. Mm. Where it's like. Everybody on your friends list, their pawns just come and join the fight. They had some weird online elements before, like an online boss that people would fight at the same time. Mm. If I remember, it's like some weird dragon. So I wouldn't be surprised if yeah, they the, toy with that more. You're, there's a the giant start, world health pool for it. Yeah. Well, the start of the ver- the very start of the first game is a scripted event that has you have your party of four, and then there are other NPCs fighting with you, and that kind of stuff happens sometimes throughout the, throughout the game. 
So they're, they kind of do that. It's so funny because there's like a, a just enough loving jank in the original, you mm-hmm. know? But it's so oh, funny. Oh, right. They did the Ur-Dragon, of course. They've done this. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because it's still so visually striking. Dragon's Dogma. Like, the magic is so awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, all like the fire explosions and stuff. Just climbing a beast looks so cool. Yeah. So... Well, they're, they're showing off the Welsh countryside that inspired yeah. it in the video, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I just, my mouth, <laughs> weeds. my mouth waters with the possibilities of a high-budget RE engine Dragon's Dogma sequel. Like, visually, yeah. when we see this game, I, I'm fully expecting to be floored. Yeah, I mean, we skipped <laughs> like an entire the generation, too, yeah. so it's been a while, and now it'll be an RE engine, which has been a pretty sweet engine, so... Yeah. Should look nice. Yeah, dude. And just the fact that they've sort of, they've gone from, okay, like, this is something in our head that we don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. To now, like, okay, we've done it. What do we want to make better about it? Yeah, exactly. Really improve on all these things. Oh, man. I'm just picturing getting your heart ripped out in the RE engine. (laughs) It's going to be juicy. (laughs) I want to see the veins. Yeah, dude. Like, like it has to, like, pull on the the sinew, bone and sinew. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, well, as mentioned earlier, uh, and we're still we're still catching up on the podcast for Summer Game Fest stuff. Uh, and Sunday morning, mm-hmm. after the show floor stuff that we went to, uh, Xbox and Bethesda had their showcase, uh, and so we went over a lot of this in the post show. So I'm going to be kind of like trying to be a little bit more picky on like how much stuff to cover. But we didn't we didn't have Brad, so mm-hmm. it would be great to get your takes on some things. Yeah. Uh, but I think one of the first things is kind of overall, and I think I had mentioned this uh, earlier sometime before the shows, but it's like, when is, when is this just going to become the Xbox showcase again? They're still doing Xbox and Bethesda. Calling it Xbox yeah. and Bethesda, I and why. I really felt like this presentation did not justify the... putting Bethesda's name in, in the title. Because like, there, had... there was not a lot there, you know, like they bookended it with Redfall and Starfield. Yeah. But then they just sort of like, okay, here's some other stuff. But those two games, I feel like, were bigger than right. anything. They were, but it is kind of weird that they still separate them, I guess. Right. Like, you are part of Xbox already now. Right. Like, like, you're, you're not you're separate. You are, yeah, yeah. You're, you're part of the same thing. Like, are they going to do in the future Xbox, Bethesda, Blizzard or something? It's like how... Exactly. Like, yeah. Blizzard's a humongous company. It's like, I don't know. Weird, I, I, I feel like the only reason it's being done this way is because Bethesda used to have their own conference. Yeah, that's, yeah totally why. So, I just yeah. wonder if they'll just keep that going forever. Because yeah. everyone else is like, what, we're not as porn as Bethesda to you? <laughs> yeah. Right. She called it the Microsoft Tango. The Tango conference. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, will we get in? You know, because, like, this year, it's like, okay, we didn't see that much from Rare. We saw some Thieves, Sea of Thieves updates. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't see a whole... Well, we did actually see a fair amount from Obsidian. Yo, what do you think of that Sea of Thieves, dude? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it actually. Oh, it looks jolly. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. See, this is a cool game. You like, can, uh, I love name your Thieves. ship now. Wait, you couldn't do that? No. Oh, you okay. Can name your ship. You can save uh, like loadouts, which is yeah. really good. Oh, that is like, cool. Every time you play it, right now you're yeah. like, okay, see who, which whose steering wheel yeah. are we putting? Okay, <laughs> yeah. what are we it's doing? It's a cool game. Yeah. It's good to see that game doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I liked the Pirates of the Caribbean thing. I, I didn't finish it, but I played some. It was it was really cool. So yeah. Um, but yeah, some specific games. Uh, Redfall. Yeah, Red- yeah, I'm super curious about this game. Like, I like Arcane a lot. 
it definitely felt like very arcane like the cult thing is like the most like arcane kind of thing i can think <laughs> yeah. of all the time with them and like vampires is like yeah it's like right on brand i like the town of it i'm really curious to me this game will live and die by its powers and how fun they are to use with other people yeah. So I'm really curious about like the idea of, you know, it's single player, but it's also multiplayer and how this all kind of gets together and how it all fits, how the world is going through it. I'm, I still have many questions about it, but uh, like I'm obviously excited to try it because I like Arcane. Yeah, I get nervous with the co-op part. This yeah. My same fears that I have with Suicide Squad and, and Gotham Knights is it is just harder to follow a story and get immersed in a world when you're chatting with your buds. So you're, but you're expecting more of a story focus on this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. for sure. Just because of their history. Yeah, just, and just that world building yeah. that they're known for, that's just harder to absorb when, mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. when you're playing co-op, but so hyped for this game. Cannot wait. Uh, but but that is kind of just the only concern, really. Yeah, and I, the powers, yeah, I right. saw one concerning thing. They talked about recently how they, the co-op, if you're doing co-op, the person with you who's not the host doesn't get progress oh, going what? through the yeah, story. They did, they did yeah. That? Yeah, yeah, they did that? Yeah, it's the host that. progress. Yeah, it's the host only progress. I don't think that's a good idea that's right now. That's the worst. They have time to change it. Hopefully they do. I don't think that's a good idea. That's one of my like biggest pet peeves in games. But I that, feel like that's a problem that we've solved. I know. So many t- like, that's like a decade-old problem. Vermintide does, like, ha- doesn't have that. Like That's crazy. And I, it makes me more curious about the structure of the game. Is it like mission-based exactly? Yeah. Or are you on open map and going right. from point? I'm I just have a lot of questions still, but yeah, that's not a good thing for me to hear. I agree. You got time to change that if they need to. Yeah, because this all we know is this is next year. Within twelve months, they're trying to. Yeah, that, and that was actually a big theme for the the show, which I yeah, you know, like I actually do think is good mm-hmm. for Xbox because we've seen they have a long history way of showing too many early. games that really aren't Ready. anywhere in terms of production, right. and then a lot of them end up getting canceled. Yeah, you know, I was really surprised to not see um, Hellblade. Same. Right, I feel like we've been hearing about that game for a right. long time. Same. After we saw that long gameplay thing at yeah. the Game Awards, I think it was last year. Yeah, Which, I think does that right, imply yeah. that it's more than twelve months away? Yes, that's that's the idea, I guess. Yeah. Potentially, or or just that they realize that hey, we've been showing this game a lot, and right now, yeah, anything we show is not going to you know, yeah, like we're, yeah they're yeah. just going to be dragging it out mm-hmm. essentially until it comes yeah. out. So. I think it's it's smart to to hold back on that if they don't feel like they need yeah, to. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but uh, but what's funny about that is, like I th- I feel like while that might be the case for most of these games, there ain't no way that Kojima game's coming out in twelve months. No. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was surprised how fast Death Stranding came out. When, sure. when Death Stranding came out, to me, that was like one of the quickest made games ever for the, for the quality and just what it was I and think how it. This might be a much happened. smaller game. Yeah. I've heard it's like episodic, mm. essentially. So I don't know for sure though. If it's just like you know, part one of something, then maybe mm. they didn't even show anything for it, right? Right. They All just, we know Kojima's is it's just said a uh, little the, statement. The the woman who played uh, Mama in Death Stranding is apparently the char- the main character. Or in it, at least. So that's all we know. And they, did they say it was like a cloud project or something, too? He was talking about that. He was talking about tapping into the, the, cloud? the cloud somehow. I don't know what that is necessarily means for the game, but interesting, right. I guess. But he's going to have to use a new engine now, because the last one was With the... Decima. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm curious what engine he'll you use, know. if it's just Unreal or something else. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Fox if it was Engine. Bring it back. Fox Engine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Call Konami. Yeah, Konami's got that thing locked up. Yeah, they sure yeah. do. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but I'm, I'm kind of bummed not to see Fable still. Oh, because we learned yeah. about that game what 2020, mm-hmm. perfect, and like obviously like if it, yeah, we've heard rumblings about Perfect Dark, yeah. but like I'm just I'm really curious about this one because it's Playground now doing it. Who did like Forza Horizon? I think it's yeah. them. So I'm really curious to see their take on it. But obviously if the game's not ready. Don't show it. But I I was just a little sad I didn't get to see it. Yeah, well, that, but that goes back to what I was saying. It's like they've just been showing these games yeah. way yeah, yeah. too early. That's mouth, what I'm saying. Mouth yeah. is watering at the thought of a town in the new Fable game. Yeah, really curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really curious to you know, about that. But um, are you going to talk about? I sorry, I don't want to like just oh, hop yeah. around games. No, or that's, like that's that. fine. Um, yeah, I mean the 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 second thing we saw, the the fabled. Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> Nice to see. Very nice to see. Uh, they just gave like a this year kind of thing. No day. They they no day. No, it wasn't even this year. <laughs> no, yeah. Damn. Nothing. So just within a year, I guess, well, yeah. is all we know. Yep. Supposedly. Man, it's crazy how long ago Ben played that game. <laughs> <laughs> years and years ago. Shout out to, uh, quickly random aside, shout out to all the leakers out there. Because shout out to the leakers. Shout out to the what? fake, the fake, the, the fake leakers. Okay. The fake leaks. Because all these, all these like potential leaks hit like Silent Hill and stuff that never happened. Right. So now there's enough. I mean, I think those are still leaks, real well, leaks. <laughs> dude, now for me, there was there's enough doubt for me to never trust a leak, honestly. Because <laughs> everything there was. Well, there was a new leaker that came out, and he's been very accurate so far. Whoever they are, okay, they've been very accurate. But I feel like this, there were a lot of things that like didn't show up in right. the in the conference. Yeah, that we thought we're like, oh, all the leaks say but it's I gonna happen. If but you know, if it's not ready within a year, then they weren't gonna show it. So right. It's like, how long did we know about I, Resident Evil 4 Remake? We knew about that for a long time. True, 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 true. Yeah, I, I, I also feel like part of the Silent Hill story may be that it's similar to the Castlevania, mm-hmm. you know, like before Lords of Shadow where they had like studios competing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so sure. Like, these may be prototypes and we're not going to see all of these things. Yes. Yeah. You know, and they're just going to be pick the one that they like the yeah. best. Yeah, totally. But who knows? I'm just not going to trust leaks. Sure. Live, Don't trust live a better life. Don't trust, Don't trust them. them. Um, Brad, did you ever play Plague Tale? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I liked Plague Tale. It was cool. Yeah, what do you what do you think of what you've seen for? Oh, Requiem I think so it looks. Uh, I think it looks good. It, it, I'm just really pleased knowing this sequel probably had a lot bigger budget this time around. Like, right. I liked the first game, but it had some rough edges for sure for me. But I'm just really ha- I like this world. I like these characters. I'm excited to see them come back on a, a newer generation just to see what they can kind of do now. You know. Learning after one game what they just improve upon with the sequels exciting to me. And it's a really good Game Pass game for the first day. Like, that's a game you'd sub up for right there. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. Yeah, I think it's a really, you know, intimate, close knit, like, like something that's very close to the developers' mm-hmm. hearts, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's like one of those things that I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have even expected a sequel for. Mm. But to, you True. know, to see them to do continue well, with these yeah. characters and and move forward with that, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's very interesting. Yeah, really excited for it. That's this year, right? We just is that all we know about it? Uh, I didn't write down dates okay. for this. Cody, watch. But 
Cody watch Plague Tale. <laughs> yeah. So hyped. First one's cool. And you've been getting into GT. Yeah, I play GT a little GT. Seven. Yeah, I'm curious about Forza. What do you think about Forza? So yeah, far? I'm curious. Like, it's like a whole new world for me of these kind of like racing sims. I'm still like extremely novice in all these games. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just curious to check it out just to see. Like, racing games, I always get really excited to see how racing games look actually on my TV and perform because they show pieces, in my opinion, yeah. in a lot of ways. So it would be really cool to see Forza. And like, I played Horizon a little bit last year. So I'm like, yeah, I'm curious to see what they got cooking up. Yeah, it's been a long time because these guys used to do like the cycle, like every right. other year yeah, they're yeah, 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 Motorsport. And I think that you know they've seen that you know with like five, six, and seven, like the like the magic was starting to kind of fade a little bit. Yeah, sure. They were, it was like they were struggling to figure out like what new things they could do structurally mm-hmm. to the game. So I'm curious what they'll do there. I'm also curious. You know what they'll do in in terms of onboarding because Forza has actually been really good and been like a leader of like mm-hmm. making things more accessible, more digestible for new players. Uh, but I feel like GT Seven did such a it good did, job yeah. of not just like making it easy for you to jump in and play something real quick, but like no, actually like, bringing you into the culture. I think it did yeah, a really good job pull, pulling you into to those deeper mechanics yeah. in a really meaningful way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where I, one of the places where I feel like some of the like more recent motorsport games do they have haven't done as good of a job. They just do they have yeah. a license test equivalent for that series? I don't. I don't really think so. Because if you do, oh yeah, yeah. in yeah, big uh, time in. The other thing that I've been kind of uh, <laughs> arguing with people in comments a little bit is just like this this claim of you know they're going to have ray tracing mm-hmm. on track you know in real time. Oh which, yeah, sure. Know, Maybe only does yeah. it for for replays. Uh, PC version, and that's yeah, that's that's exactly what I mean. It's like yeah. there's all kinds of wiggle room, yeah, right totally. here, right. So totally, it's like totally, you could have it, you know, only be on the PC version, or mm-hmm. you could have it be um, only 30 frames per second or something, or you could have like the Spider-Man thing where they like do the performance ray tracing towards like right. it's got that's... some features but not the whole package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. So you know, we'll see. I'm very curious what the uh, Digital Foundry oh, yeah. assessment be of very actual gameplay. Yeah, that would be that, interesting. <laughs> and what that ray tracing yeah, totally. actually looks like. Totally. Um, oh, Overwatch 2 was briefly in there, but then we got some more news. So I'm curious, right. Brad, what are you thinking? They're talking about free-to-play. Yeah, it's free-to-play. There's to like play, some $40 which, bundle. That, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, where you get... Uh, you can probably were, get like the season pass or like, yeah. Well, I think you need that for pass. like closed I mean, beta access or something. Oh, really? Because it's, yeah. I think it's open beta October. Early access. Early October. access. Okay. Yeah. The so, campaign is paid, and the multiplayer stuff's free, right? I think so. I think that's, that's how it works. I don't, yeah. They haven't really talked about a lot of the campaign stuff, which yeah, I'm there, the most some curious more about today. But we've been busy all day. Yeah, I'm the most curious about that. But yeah, I'm like, I'm not like super into it. I kind of like I had my time with Overwatch. You had a lot of time. I with did Overwatch. exactly. So it's like, I played a to lot. See you just like well, I played a lot. This. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's not as like new or exciting to me. Like to be fair, I haven't played in a long time, so maybe I would really enjoy it if I came back. But it's like I'll probably check it out, but I'm not exactly super excited to hop in or thinking about it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's more of a curiosity point, I would say now, yeah. just how how the game has changed over time, how things will be structured now. Like, we were talking about the battle pass and all, how they handle everything like that. 
I think Ben told me there's going to be no more loot boxes or something. So I'm I'm just really mm. curious about all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And what do you think of single player? Is that a draw or is that weird? It's or? interesting to me. I'm curious about how it's going to work necessarily. Like, but I don't know. I could be cool. Could not be. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not expecting anything great from it. I guess. Right. I think it'll just be fine. Whatever they do. Uh, more Forza. Forza Horizon Five Hot Wheels expansion. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you'll be able to do a lot more to like make your own track. Yeah, and that's stuff sweet. In this yeah. Too. Any yeah. like the Hot Wheels things, I'm, I think that's really fun. Some crazy like floating island above Mexico. Yeah. Where all this is supposed to be taking <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think it. The idea sounds really fun to me, especially after that Hot Wheels game that I actually thought was right. really cool. So hell yeah. Yeah, I think the two the two concerns I have potentially, a like they announced like ten new cars, but I think like only like four of them are actually Hot Wheels cars. Oh really? Dang. So there's not a lot of the actual car representation, which is weird. Yeah. And the other thing is just like the strength of the Horizon series is that open world, is that That's exploration, yeah. and so to just like have a like. The majority uh, of the game probably be on the orange yeah, tracks. Yeah, sure. Gonna... I guess, like, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. the, the Horizon seems much more arcadey in its racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it'll probably feel very different still from proper Forza, I guess. So, But, yeah, they. I think the appeal a lot of it is driving around, but Hot Wheels stuff's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Do some sweet jumps or some loops like that. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Loops in the sky. Yeah. Crazy. Sounds cool. Uh, did you see this game, uh, Flintlock? The Siege of Dawn. Hell yeah. Uh, yes, the sounds familiar. Lady, lady with an axe, and then she's got like a... Yes, this is the, this is the yeah. Ashen people, the Ashen developers. Is that it? Yes. Oh, okay. Looks so sick. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it looks uh, looks cool. It looks much more like... So I reviewed Ashen when it came out. This game seems like it has much more of its own identity to me. It seems, compared to what Ashen was, like, I liked Ashen, but it felt very much like Souls game at that specific area, or period of time this seems like it much more like almost character action i would say than souls like leaning like you're a very mm-hmm. unique character in our specific character and looks like you have way more flashy kind of attacks in a hand axe those developers love hand axes i <laughs> definitely realized over the time so looks cool i'm curious about it i want to check it out Cuber. Super hyped on that You're one. You're a fan of Axis. Yeah, I can't wait for this one. Yeah, I like that it looks more action-y versus Souls-y. Like, we saw some boss fights that got into the that, that Souls perspective, uh, but there were a lot of mobs where she would just run in and decimate them, you know, like something you'd see in Devil May Cry, so pumped. Yeah. It's cool to see them back with something new. Mm-hmm. Um, an interesting one that I'm still not sure what to make of entirely yet, uh, Obsidian is doing a new game called Pentiment. I yes. saw a screenshot of this. I didn't see a trailer for it. Looks it like an old illustration. Yeah, really yeah. kind of really cool visual style. Is this like a just a narrative game or something, I wonder? We saw so many weird things. We saw a woman <laughs> in a jail cell and it's like is this a cutscene? Are we playing this? Oh, okay. Then we saw a guy getting beat up. Oh. We saw like multiple shifts in perspective. Uh this game Looked so good, and then I saw that Obsidian name on it, right. and my hype went from like, yeah. yo, it went from like, yo, this yeah. looks really cool and neat and cool and great to like, okay, mm-hmm. Obsidian is doing this. Like, this is one like very high on my watch out yeah. for list just because of that. I think they're that one of Microsoft's coolest studios, in my opinion, that they have right now. Like, yeah. what they're still doing grounded stuff. 
They have yeah. avowed they coming. Release. Four games. Yeah, avowed this. Right it's like, man, yeah. they are doing work over there. All yeah, of yeah. Outer, are very different. Outer Worlds, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah, they're doing great. Because Outer Worlds is, is very much on the Bethesda kind of template, right? I think Avowed will probably I think Avowed will be sort of, but I I don't think it'll be quite that. I think it'll be a different style of RPG. Mm. Um, still more, First you know, still having some narrative focus, but... Um, and then, yeah, Grounded. Yeah, is, which is like a weird, like, whoa, what is this Honey, game? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids yeah. Survival Game. And that's finally coming out, like, full, full version. Oh, right, 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 right. So that'll be nice. Um, and then, yeah, and then Pentiment just looks like completely different. Yeah, cool. amazing. Yeah, it's cool. Looks like, kind of like Card Shark or whatever, visually a little bit. There's mm-hmm. some, some kind of that, that energy in there, but... Well, that medieval that art style. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you guys at on uh, Diablo 4? Um, look at this. So, I'm interested. I'll definitely play it. Like, I like... I haven't played a lot of Diablos, but I've played 2 and 3, and I, I haven't finished the Reaper Souls thing, but I played the base game. Like, yeah, I like Diablo... Uh, I'll definitely play it when it comes out. I they added the Necromancer, which is like, yeah, that's what I'll play when that when that game comes out. So far, what they've say, been saying about it sounds pretty good to me. I know there's like some microtransactions they're gonna have in there. Like, I guess they said cosmetics, which kind of annoys me, especially because it's gonna be a full price game. But we'll see. I'm cautiously optimistic, like with all things Blizzard at this time. Yeah, I'm not getting my hopes up for it, honestly, which is just shocking. Um, I'm definitely, like, at least somewhat interested in it, whereas Overwatch 2, like, I have Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm much more interested zero. in Diablo. Yeah, like, like, Overwatch, I, I don't even know if I'll install it. Like, I don't even care right. at all, whereas mm-hmm. Diablo, I like this darker visual tone they're going for, you know, yeah. more like 1 and 2. Um, but... It's a wait and see, you know? Totally. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I did hear, though, that it has local co-op, which is really sick. Yeah. And has uh, cross-play, which I think is great. That's super cool. I love stuff like that. Like, being able to play Diablo with someone on different... Like, if you're on PC and someone playing on Xbox or PlayStation, whatever, that's really cool. Is that going to be Game Pass? No, not at launch. It it didn't have the flag on it. I don't think so. Maybe when they actually buy them. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, probably, but yeah. I feel a game like that, if it was Game Pass, it could be like the record for like Game Pass. I don't know. It's, just a, yeah, big, a big multiplayer game like yeah. that, like a Destiny type. Yeah. Right. is just such a big... Yeah. Uh, some of the things they're saying about it sounded interesting to me. It's like a much more open world now. Like, I don't know exactly what that'll mean for this series technically, but... Public Sounds kind of cool. Yeah, public like events they've hyped Go up. off to whatever yeah. dungeons yeah, like you want. The, yeah. the public event you want, looked yeah. like a very basic, like, mm-hmm. here's a fate from Final Fantasy XIV kind of thing. It like seems that. exactly like a fate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which is, like, fine. It's cool. It's different, I guess, for the series. So, But, yeah, I'm kind of with you. We're, like, I'm not getting my expectations super hyped. I'm not a Diablo super fan by any means, so I, I'm probably not the right person for this. But I'm cautiously optimistic. Hope it's good. I... Love Diablo. <laughs> I have I have like a very high level Paragon Diablo three yeah, character. Do. I love Maniac. That on the console. And Unhinged. Yeah, and I mean like with all the behind the scenes stuff with Blizzard or whatever, like that kind of dehyped me, obviously, because mm-hmm. I'm like conflicted on it. But with the new ownership, I'm hoping they like turn it around and like handle all that stuff. Cause like I really want to be excited for Diablo two. Like I want or four, I mean, I really want to be jazzed about it 
I haven't tried Immortals at all, or Immortal at all, because I just hear weird stuff about it. But yeah, well, it sounds like as long as <laughs> before you get to the end game, it's probably fine. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's until yeah, it's until the microtransaction starts hitting you. You hit yeah. the paywall like yeah. in uh, Pay up. Let It Die. <laughs> <laughs> I love Let It Die too. Hell yeah! No shade on Let It Die, that ridiculous game. Hell yeah! Do you are you curious about Diablo at all, Blood? I'm not even sure what you think uh, about the series. Yeah, I've I've I. Dabbled in Diablo 3 like one, once or twice, um, but yeah, I, I haven't really put the time in. Got it. Um, okay. For for that series or mm-hmm. or even like Path of Exile or anything yeah. like that. I think this is a a huge game for Blizzard. Yeah. And one they definitely need. Th- to me, this is like the game they need to get right more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Like more than anything right now. Like you cannot mess this game up. It re- it really does feel like a watershed kind of a all yeah. or nothing. Yeah. 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 It's like. Blizzard just kind of stops if, or not, maybe. I mean, it's probably not that dramatic. but No, it's yeah. not, but, like, of, like, quality of their games over time, it's like, please, it's let this be the mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, a game that I'm very curious about, but I know so little about, and I really want to see, like, a gameplay demo. And maybe it was in the extended showcase, which I, I missed, but uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Oh, right. Joint creation by Team Ninja producers uh, Fumihiko Yasuda from Neo and Masaki Yamagiwa of Bloodborne, Mm -hmm. set in the Three Kingdoms era, infested with demons. Yeah, he did the combat, I think, in Bloodborne or something like that. Mm. I'm going to double check. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, uh, Neo with Chinese mythology more so now. Yeah, I mean that's the easy thing to assume. Yeah, it'll be very, very similar. I'm sure to it'll Neo, be very, very similar. similar to yeah. Paradise. Yeah, I just hope there's less loot. Oh, lead producer, lead producer. That's it. I just yes. need the loot to be scaled back like eighty percent, eighty percent less loot. Yeah, and, um, I and really I'm hate how much loot there is. In yeah, yeah, like eighty percent right off the top. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see them. At least Neo Two made it way easier to like sort it, filter and, it and more. Filter yeah. It. yeah, yeah. You could do stuff like that for God. sure, but. That's kind of like a part of the game is the loot, I guess. So. Yeah. yeah, It's just too much. But yeah, I'm definitely interested in this. It's hard to say. I haven't seen gameplay of it or anything like that, but right. I have a an idea of my he- in my head what it'll be like. Yeah, that vibe, that sounds cool. Yeah. Weird take, but I kind of want it to be shorter. Like, yes. Neo's, Neo's one, also too long. Yeah, Neo's <laughs> 1 and 2. I like love <laughs> those games. Full caps, love. Like Neo Two especially, and I never beat either one of them. Stranger it's Paradise like, is short. I have like seventy hours into that game, and it's just like nothing. Like I never. It's like a third of the way. Yeah. It feels like it's crazy. And then uh, closing out the show was Starfield. Right. We Starfield. got some looks at uh, some combat. We got some looks at like exploration. Mm-hmm. We got some looks at some space travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got some more details uh, from IGN interview and some other some other. Uh, statements this in the past couple of days um, that uh, there won't be a seamless flying from mm-hmm. planet to space, which some called pe- it. Cutscene. Yeah, some people are upset about, but Todd Howard was basically like, hey, you know, this this isn't really that interesting and so like, <laughs> you sure. know, why are we going to put our efforts into making this transition space, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people are just Calling that on a lot of No Man's yeah, Sky fans. Yeah, and, it's and just a level fans. of immersion, yeah. I guess, that sells the space fantasy. Yeah. I think it speaks to the kind of game that it is, too, because, like, I think space games, maybe more than other genres, um, fans kind of want it to be 
a silver bullet. Like they want it to be everything. Second like, life. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. They want yeah. it to be like space sim, hugely rich story. You can go anywhere. You yeah. can fly seamlessly everywhere. It's got you can manage combat. the economy. It's got legs. It's got economy. Preach it. Yes. And it's like, yes, I want that too. I yeah. want all of that. It's uh, a tough. Not to crack. It's a hard thing <laughs> yeah. to build. Star yeah. Citizen is trying to do that, and they've been in development for like three thousand years. <laughs> yep. And Bethesda, you know, might not be the people to do it. I don't know. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. Yeah, sure. I I got like I was. I've been trepidatious on this game. I'm not like filled with vitriol or anything about it. I'm just kind of like. I burned myself out on the Bethesda style of RPG because they were like literally my favorite growing up. Like I devoured Morrowind, you know. Morrowind. And so as soon as I saw those that dialogue, like the talking, I was just like, oh, okay, we're just doing that again. Got it. Oh sure. Which is mm-hmm. fine. Nothing wrong with it. It's just like not my cup of tea anymore. I enjoy it, but I think to me, it's 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 the lack of that evolving right it's the lack yeah, of, that, yeah. uh, yep, of exactly. the dynamics and you know one of the things that they've con- confirmed in this is that there's a silent protagonist again oh man you know and so in a lot of ways it's i feel like where the witcher 3 went is sort of that next step towards it, like oh from one, from this, witcher 1 to 2 to 3 absolutely yes. right but i mean Huge i just growth. mean like in terms of like you know where bethesda style games go right it's like mm-hmm. you don't just have a silent protagonist you have somebody that has a little bit more personality or at least you like even if it's your own creative character you cut back and forth a little bit more you have a more dynamic mm-hmm. kind of feeling scene when you talk to somebody not just like Camera lock? Mm-hmm. Okay. Face zoom in? <laughs> it just feels like they went for the Ubisoft marketing bullet point route of more. Mm-hmm. You know, it is Fallout, but now there's a thousand planets and there's space combat. You know, it, it's the Assassin's Creed Odyssey of the Bethesda world <laughs> right you know they're the the biggest scale they've ever gone with it yeah um, and it, it just it feels like kind of out of date and out of touch to me like outer worlds was even doing like updating this this formula and that still felt kind of out of date to me is i just like I, you hit the nail on the head blood it just needs to evolve like no shade on bethesda mm-hmm. but they just need to yeah. evolve yeah and the uh some of the things that he did say, though, because we were worried about like planets feeling like mm-hmm. they're just like procedurally generated or whatever, they're trying to get ahead of that by saying like it has more handcrafted areas than any other past of the game. The game. Yeah. They said that so. the the city is one of the largest cities they've ever made. Yeah, I'm really curious about like a lot of that kind of stuff. Like the idea mm-hmm. of a thousand plants is not exciting to me. Right. I it's just, it's scary. It's intimidating. It it's is. Like, do it's I want to like, hop into this? Yeah. To me. Like, I understand the sense of wanting the player to feel like you're in a huge, like, galaxy or universe or whatever with many planets. But to me, it'll end up just feeling, like, fluff. Yeah. In the sense of, like, oh, here, this planet's just, like, a resource planet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I'm curious about, like, when they showed the town and all that stuff, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what I'm into. I want to see, like, the story, the yeah. quest structure, how all that is laid out, all that kind of stuff. Because the gameplay, like, the, the gunplay didn't look good. Like, it looked all right, I guess. Like, I know that's not the main focus of this game, but... This is Bethesda, which is like a huge RPG studio, so right. I expect some kind of leap in their thing. But when they for got sure. to the space 
combat and the flying, that stuff looked pretty chill. Yeah. Like, the combat just looked like it had no impact. I and, agree. Like, in development still, so it could mm-hmm. change, obviously. Yeah. But, like, totally. Yeah. And it's funny because with space games, kind of circling back to the 1000 Planets thing and, like, planets looking bland or whatever, it's like, realistically, most planets do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you go into Elite Dangerous and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, most of these are just rocky. You go to your, like, Iceland planet. Exactly. It's just like, <laughs> here's a rocky planet yeah. with nothing on it because that's what, like, 99.9% of planets are. True. Besides yeah. gas giants and stuff. And so it's like, four major cities seems low, but it's like, within navigable space, that's, mm-hmm. like, massive. But, um, you know, it's a game. It doesn't need to be realistic. Yeah, and it's... A harder game, I feel like, to show. It is a really harder game to show like, off. For like sure. That. For you know, sure. the, the main point are all those stories you have. You know, mm-hmm. thinking about those nights you stayed up all night playing Morrowind and Skyrim and yeah. Fallout and all that and getting lost and so absorbed in the story and the freedom of what you can do. So if that is tapped into with those 1,000 planets and being able to go to space and all that. You know, if it really feels like I'm on an adventure and I look over at the clock, all of a sudden the sun is up. Yeah. Yeah. But we just don't know. We just don't know. Totally, yeah. Yeah. I guess just what I've I've seen so far. I was kind of hoping for a little more. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's hard to say until we get our... And the combat. We dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I assume all that super early game, the combat. So, but we'll see, I guess. I'm also curious to, like, how the different approaches to combat can be in, right. in that setting, you know, because you know, I think particularly with something like, like Skyrim, it's like, yeah, you, you, you can be just like a straight up archer. You can go for like stealth, a stealth build, yeah, yeah, magic you, you know, go for yeah. a more, you know, like quick dagger attacks mm-hmm. or big swords. And, and I feel like in some ways, something that's a little bit more futuristic, you're a little bit, it almost feels like more limiting in a way. It's almost like, okay, it's like, well, you either get guns or you get, like, big hammers. Gun types, melee yeah. types, you know, pistols, mm-hmm. uh, stabbing weapons versus blunt, you know, yeah. shotguns versus assault rifles yeah. versus heavy rocket launchers, and then all the other skills like talking, lockpicking, electronics, sneaking, mm-hmm. toxic safety yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of yeah. that stuff. I think what I'm getting the idea is the big hook of this game to separate is it's a whole crafting and resource management kind of game. They're talking about your settlements and like I know Fallout Four had like a settlement yeah. thing. I forgot about that. Yeah, the but like stuff, the base building, the and base the building, building, the shipbuilding, yeah. and like monitoring, all, like maintaining all these stuff. It seems the like they're taking building a mu- looks hype. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it seems like they're taking a much more crafting route in this game than they have in their other games. Yeah, the base building looked similar to No Man's Sky. Obviously, it was different systems, but like. Shipbuilding really seems cool and special to me because I know I haven't played a lot of Star Citizen, but I know a lot of the ships you can just buy. And Elite Dangerous, which I've played a lot more of, is the same. You like save up and buy one of the ships, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, building your own ship, Kerbal Space Program style, seems really exciting to me. Yeah. That, that's like the thing that I'm and they only, they about. And they only briefly mentioned, you know, that. You you know, have a crew as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm curious AI crew. whether the crew is you know your other like main NPC characters like Pons. your companions and stuff that you'd have in like Fallout, yeah, in yeah. Fallout or, or, Skyrim, or, Elder, yeah. or Skyrim, yeah. Um, or if you know there would be like you know basically like a place where you like you go around and you hire people and they have different stats for different yeah totally you know uh, functions of yeah. the ship. 
It's yeah. just it's the unfortunate thing is just like dream dream bloat because now dream I'm bloat, sitting here yeah. thinking Unlimited about dreaming. dream bloat because yeah. right now I'm thinking about like can I decorate. Yeah. Every, everywhere in my ship, like a Sims game. Like, what's the story you know? like? Can I be just like a smuggler, Isla, yeah, yeah. and like can live I, on my spaceship it's and like just like freelancer? Yeah, yeah. It, it it is. It's insane. It's insane. It, the, the, it's like unfair to space games yeah. to, <laughs> to be a space game <laughs> yeah. in the world. Yeah. Uh, but I think one thing that's really hindering this whole thing for me in the back of my mind is Fallout seventy six sure. and yeah. just like their presentation on that game. You know, it just works kind of thing. And that I know that wasn't the same. St- team technically that's making this game but like that's still in the back of my mind that whole fiasco but on the other hand the idea that this game's coming out next year makes me feel much more comfortable about what we saw like if we saw this and it's like yo this is coming out in November I'd be like you should wait and they made the right move I I do feel you going back to the combat stuff I I do feel like they're, they're just like not taking advantage of like the resources that they have hmm with the other studios, you know, like, like id, yeah, like to have id or machine games or arcane get in there and really finesse that combat, mm. like would be so much better yeah. than them just Can you imagine? essentially doing the Fallout template. Yeah, yeah, you don't Can have you to imagine this game with like Doom combat, yeah, like oh. no. or even Dishonored combat. Yeah. yeah, anything. Yeah, you don't necessarily need like you know the movement of Doom or something like that, but probably just the way the shooting feels and your movement also could go a long way. And, like, who knows? You could have some really rad spacesuit that enhances your abilities, and they could do something crazy like that. Some zero-gravity fights. They Ooh, showed something yeah. like that, I think, in the trailer, which sounds cool. Like, that sounds awesome. Will there be a space casino? <laughs> there better there be. has to sure. be. Sure. There, there better has be. to be. Gotta have one. <laughs> Absolutely. Gotta have one. Absolutely. Uh, something else that came out uh, from the uh, interviews, IGN in particular... Elder Scrolls Six is pre-production. Yeah, wild. Yeah. See you in four or five years. Did when we see that, like four yes. or five yes. years saw that ago? A while ago. Yeah, <laughs> that logo reveal. Yes, it's <laughs> gonna be a while. So get ready. Just wait it out. Sky- and then uh, wait over under Skyrim re-releases again two times before. Oh, two times over <laughs> under. <laughs> Two uh, more times? Yeah, two or more. Whatever. I'm saying two. I'm saying two. Okay, saying because two. Yeah, two, two, whatever two, the new two. Nintendo thing is, yeah. get a port for that. Yep. Yeah. Would it ma- would it count and if like they like a, PS Plus or something? Yeah, the, some, or like some catalog, more enhanced version. Verify for, it. Verified for Steam Deck. Yeah, I think we could get two. Yeah, I think we could get two. Yep. Uh, I think so. Yeah, they I were announced. So. That it was revealed at E3 2018. Wow. Wow. Wow, and wow, it's in pre-production. Wow. Damn, it's in pre-production. Pre-production. And what was the quote? What's after Fallout Five? Fallout, Fallout Five. Five. They've got after, the next fifteen yeah. years that's, laid yeah, out. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's legit. Like ten years away. <laughs> Truly, that's that's. We're talking PS Six. Honestly, we're talking PS Seven. Seven. Yeah, we're talking PS Seven with that. Yeah. You get one of these a generation, pretty much. Yeah. I thought MCU showed their roadmap too early. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> And Starfield well, too. Now probably. you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Isla, I I know you, you didn't see all of it, but you popped in a bit for the extended showcase. Yeah. I I wanted to get in there and like see what had happened in there, but I hadn't had time when prepping. So um. Yeah. I, I reacted thoughts? to the back half of it. Um. Nothing totally blew my mind or anything, but the uh. Um, what is Squanch Games guys were talking about um, 
High Life is that what it's High called? High Life, which seemed kind of cool. High on Life. Uh, high, high on Life. life. I'm there are, so high on this game. The thing that I heard them say that was most interesting it's to me was that look. you can like pick your guns by their personality, and like you pick the ones that you just Talking like guns. the most. Oh, I hated that. Yeah, that doesn't seem uh, like a Brad joke. I, I like that. Yeah, I thought that was I'm gross. not. I'm not really interested in the game very much, but oh. just them talking about, like, the personalities. Too weird for me. Yeah. Too weird. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for that game. Borderlands had some talking guns. They were pretty yeah. funny. I mean, the dream... Which? Borderlands the, 3? The yeah. dream of, like, Vampire Two, Hunter even, D, where you have... Or, like, the talking sword stuff in, you know, anime, where it's like your hand keeps talking to you. Like, maybe something. Reference the one, though. The huh? one, the only. Reference the only one that Shows matters the when it comes to talking guns. Shows the damn. And talking bullets. I don't know. Oh, oh. Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. I was thinking anime. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was fun, but I don't remember anything like crazy, but I don't remember yeah. anything, so. Yeah, I just remember because I tuned in to the Hot Wheels thing and actually didn't really retain any of the information because it didn't <laughs> feel like... It didn't feel like a genuine discussion. It oh. was like they had, it was like set it up as if the host was interviewing the developer, and it was like, no, the host just said a thing, and then the developer like recited the next part of the press release. Yeah, oh. it, that that was kind of my vibe. Is that it all felt kind of not scripted, but scripted. It God. felt really, really yeah. scripted. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also said Valheim is coming to Game Pass on console, which was right. Cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, Any local yeah. co-op for that? That'd be crazy. Wow, Split screen Valheim. Be crazy. That would be crazy. Um, I don't know about that. Cool. Nice. And now. A word from our sponsors. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh now has 30 dinner recipes to choose from every single week. That's the most choices of any meal kit. And something I didn't know is that you can customize your favorite dishes with the new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein or side for another, upgrading for a more luxe experience, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. That's really nice for someone like me who doesn't eat red meat, but does eat chicken and fish because a lot of times I'm like, ooh, that beef thing looks really good. I wish I could get it with chicken. Or, ooh, that veggie thing looks really good, but put chicken in it so it's actually food. Ha, ha, ha. Um, and so that seems like a really nice feature. Uh, that means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly ta- tailored to you. My girlfriend and I have been using this and cooking at home. Not something we used to do very much, um, but now it is. And it's been very nice, saving time and saving money on going out and getting food or having food delivered constantly. I also recently tried to resurrect one of my old cast iron pans because I was very excited, but it was pretty rusty, so I'm going to have to put more work into it. But yes, HelloFresh is really nice because it gives you all the recipes and all the stuff you need, and you just have to have the pans that aren't rusty so you can do it. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Allies16 and use code Allies16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That is one six, not six zero or anything. Allies16. HelloFresh.com slash Allies16. Hello and fresh. 
spelled as you would expect. Allies, not alleys. 16, the number, one and six, not spelled out. Um, yes, it is America's number one meal kit. Check it out. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. Right after Xbox, got the PC gaming show. Ooh. Day nine hype, shout out. Yeah, I love day yeah. nine. Day nine. Yeah, good stuff. Day, day nine and yeah. uh, Mika Burton this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no shout Frankie. Out. Where's Frankie? You okay, Frankie? Yeah. What I think Frankie? there. I think there's news out there. I, I oh. just don't know the uh, oh. the info. Are there? Are there cr- fr- Ooh. It's what? probably not. It's probably just like COVID or something. Or like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll check. I hope nothing bad's going on with Frankie. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I remember hearing something about about Frankie a few months back, but I don't remember oh, the details. Jeez. Um, but um, I, I feel bad for like not knowing and then like saying anything. But yeah. Yeah, dangerous game. You're playing a dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's interesting because like in a lot of ways, like a lot of these games could be seen as as smaller things, mm-hmm. not as a big of a deal. But yet, people still seem to walk away from the show with more positive impressions than like a Sony or Microsoft sure, show, sure, yeah, which has legitimately l- larger announcements. Mm-hmm. It's because you see the sickest shit, like fallen aces, right? Just oh these, yeah, these like crazy <laughs> little indie, ga- indie games or whatever. Yeah, yeah totally. Just the feel good hits, you know the the. Smaller games that are clearly made with a passion. You know, I'm not saying game, big mm-hmm. games aren't made with a passion, but like usually the, the story of an indie game is like so personal. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, why they chose to make this game. Uh, and I just love hearing about that. I love hearing those stories. And the PC gaming show really leans into that. Yeah. yeah. I think they give uh, a lot of games a fair amount of time yeah. too. You know, like you see like a few minutes for each game. Uh, for the most part, so I, I I think you get that cross section pretty well, mm-hmm. and I think that was true of the the day of the devs showcase mm-hmm. last week too. Yes. Uh, so there are still though a lot of games, so I won't go through even half of them. Uh, but uh, one of the ones I wanted to pick out uh, the altars. One we didn't see gameplay of, but we had like a cinematic trailer. The guy simplicity. Yeah, wakes up. And like looks down and like he sees his own corpse, yes. and then everyone turns to him, and they're all him. Yes. <laughs> Multiplicity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need a Michael Keaton mod or whatever. Yeah, for that. <laughs> dude, mod him so in. funny, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, great, great concept for a video game. Blood. I want to see this thing. How it, how it all plays. Yep. Yeah, and it seems like different alters have different specialties, mm-hmm. different personalities, mm. different things going cool. on with them. One of them is Multi- clearly evil. Multiverses. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to trust the wrong one. Yeah. Stab you in the back. Um, another, I, one we've we've been seeing hints and bits of here and there, but got a good look at uh, the uh, System Shock remake, Huber. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see this. Crazy. Because the leap from System Shock 1 to 2 is insane. I never finished 1. 2 was my jam growing up. System Shock 2, one of the all-time greats. So this remaking number 1, which again is very, like, going back to the first System Shock is rough to say the least. Uh, So this has been in development for a very, very long time. And... This showing really raised the needle for me, uh, for my anticipation. It looked great. Is Ward Spectre on this? Or is he only on... I don't know if he's on he's it, but on he, it. like, commented about oh, okay. it. Wait, wait, yeah, it was yeah. interesting. They brought him in and interviewed oh. him about it. Oh, okay, and, and got his thoughts on the game. Oh, okay, cool. 
Um, and also, like, just the, you know, whatever casting they got for the villain. I don't know her name off the top of my head. Shodan. Shodan. Yeah. Uh, it really, like, even having no familiarity with the original game, like, you just get that sense of menacing. That sense, it, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, so, like, if you haven't played System Shock like me, like, imagine GLaDOS, but yep. not really as playful. Yeah. Like, she's messing with you, but not in a way that that's not necessarily mm. fun. You yeah. Know? And like uh, Dishonored, Thief, Deus Ex, you know, an immersive sim, but a little more claustrophobic, mm-hmm. uh, a little more dangerous, you know, threatening at times, but definitely has those qualities. I mean, a lot more of us came in with, with Bioshock. How, yeah. how do you feel yeah. the contrast is there, Huber? Bioshock, definitely a little slower. Like, Bioshock's a crazy unhinged game, but, like, System Shock and, like, I'm I'm mainly speaking about two, you know, that's what I played the most, Um, and it has been a while. But, yeah, Bioshock always was, like, a little more relaxing, (laughs) a little more (laughs) soothing, even though, again, it is, the splicers are freaky and out of control, Uh, but System Shock is, is just more menacing and more, like, scary, you know, you're on a scary spaceship and there's like mutant freakos everywhere so yeah space horse back yeah game oh big time. yeah this whole week so many there's so many yeah space horror games it it's it's crazy yeah it's a lot it is an it's, it's a, a big amount I, eat nicely yeah at first I was like oh whatever meme people are gonna meme and then like I saw like one or two more and I was like okay oh. alright all right. there's a lot there's a lot cause even if it's not like a space horror game it's a space game mm-hmm. right. there's so many in space we also had a couple of these but uh, the one I'm gonna to point out is uh, Demon School oh yeah. I saw this actually like, yeah yeah kinda like more pixel art kind yeah. of persona inspired yeah definitely yeah. Yeah, it looks neat. I'm curious about it. I don't know like how much I could necessarily say, but yeah, it looked like very persona inspired with I think it was like a tactics grid combat system this time around. So sign me up. Looks fun. High school? In. Yeah. I think it's actually university. In. I think that's university? Oh, a little bit older. In. Yeah. <laughs> so in. Hundred percent. Um, and then I, I forgot the market, but uh, Isla, you also were eyeing uh, Decarnation, yeah, which had good. some similar vibes, yeah. but no, a different different direction. Yeah, it uh, looks really cool. The art style is really cool. The artist actually like reached out on Twitter, and like because of the demand from everyone loving the key art that they did, like posted the key art in a high so res, good. and it looks so good. It's got like the girl with the like crazy Tetsuo stuff coming out of the back of yeah. her. Yeah, um, V cool. Read the Frankie stuff. She had a baby. Got she it. like criticized Dota for a second. <laughs> but, like, I can't find anything else. No, like I don't know. Dude, Game Newell came for her. I've been trying to find it, but like. I, I mean, having a baby could be enough. Yeah, yeah that's enough. Who knows? Yeah, two. <laughs> Criticize Dota. <laughs> Take it off the show. I mean, I don't know. Uh, one that. Isla actually got to play a little bit, or at least watch somebody play. I don't know if you got your hands on a controller. Agent 64, Spies yes. Never Die. I played it for a, a couple of seconds, I think. I, I mostly watched Damiani play it. It looks uh, pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. 
It was um, a GoldenEye. GoldenEye. Yeah, for yeah. Dark. Yeah. GoldenEye inspired. Yeah. Perfect Dark yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Made by, uh, if I understand correctly, a fairly small development team. Mm-hmm. And so people were disappointed that it doesn't have multiplayer. Yeah. Oh, um, for sure. But, yeah, the, yeah. but the developer, you Update. know, hasn't said there won't be or will be, I think. So hope, people are hoping that maybe someday there will be. But, yeah. Looks cute. Looks yeah, so looks awesome. fun. There's Looks a demo cool. you can play right now? Yeah. I got to I got to download that and play that. I haven't had time. That's yeah. like the number one demo on my list. The character models, everything. The Looks yeah. perfect. The, the textures. Yeah, it's great. The way the gun moves on mm-hmm. the screen. The shattering glass. Oh man, yeah. that reminds me. I could have sworn we would see that golden eye remaster. Yeah, That's what I'm saying too. about these yeah. leaks. I love it because now there's so I'm, I can't trust well, anything cuz leaks suck. I don't want them. I don't want to see any leaks. Well, better get off the internet then, because Exa- you're gonna see them. Well, because because I'm always I don't I try not to look at them, but they they pierce your mind. They, they pierce your eyes. Yeah. They do. But with all these leaks that didn't happen, now now they can't be trusted. None of them can be. Yeah, trusted. but I mean, there will always be a seed of doubt. The, is what I'm trying. The Golden to say. Eye one was weird because the it was achievement. Achievement. Yeah, it was the achievement. It's like what? How did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah. <laughs> the Force of Hot Wheels thing came about. Yes. Yeah. We saw that. Yep. Damn leaks. <laughs> Damn roses. Uh, Damn thorns. Brad, one that I, I'm very interested to get your take on because you got to get an early look at this. Stormgate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. X-Blizzard devs making a new RTS. What did they show for it here? Three screenshots and a cinematic trailer. Well, they, later they on they showed a little bit of the, gameplay. Oh, they did. In the PC game. gaming yeah, show specifically. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I did see some stuff on this. I didn't see, like, what I saw of gameplay was not, like, a match of people playing or units, like, necessarily fighting. I saw some units in-game and then just kind of talking about the structure of the game, what it's going to be like. I'm sure they talked about it. It's, like, free-to-play kind of thing, and there's a really big emphasis on co-op because StarCraft Two mm. had co-op, and... They it like blew their expectations, hmm. kind of way how many people enjoyed it. So they really yeah. focused in on that, and like a of course the one v one mode. But they're also emphasizing a three v three mode for like team play. Sick. So yeah, like I haven't seen a ton of the game itself. I saw that cinematic trailer they showed also, but it's like, yeah, this is very much like a successor to StarCraft and Warcraft three kind of game. So sign me up. I'm down. Yeah, I played one billion hours of StarCraft Two in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely a very. I was I was invested to say the least. Haven't been invested in an RTS since mm-hmm. yeah. since Legacy. A little bit after Legacy there of the Void, been a that lot was of it. Big name RTS. No, it's all invested in. Yeah. yeah, it's all like four X and and big grand strategy and and stuff like that. So. The pedigree is there. Yeah, clearly. this sounds like much more in line yeah. with like a classic Blizzard mm-hmm. RTS. Yeah, I mean, it's Total is War, but it's a different different style, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. This is going to be very yeah. similar to Warcraft Three and uh, Starcraft because they talked about like creeps on the map and stuff. I was like, oh yeah, I know all that kind of sick, stuff. You're bringing sick. all that up, but sick. yeah, the, it, it's still a ways away. I think they said it. You know, they think they said on the thing it's like whatever they're gonna have a closed beta sometime next year or something like that. So this game's got a ways to go still, but what I've heard so far is promising, and I'm curious to see where it it goes. Yeah, I think that's the thing that surprised me the most is that like, you know, 
it, it still feels just like very like conceptual introduction. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whereas like you, yeah. you know, you were in that meeting for a good while, you know, of them, mm-hmm. them talking to you and telling you everything about it. Yeah. They were talking about like a lot of their plans and kind of things but, like that. But not but, showing yeah. so much. No, I didn't yeah. see like a lot of like the gameplay. I saw some of the units and stuff like that and philosophy behind some of the things, but not like, I didn't see like a match take place or anything like that. It's, yeah, it's hard to even have a feeling, right? When it's so conceptual, it's like ah, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. But yeah, we'll, we'll I mean, see it. Just I guess. from what they've said to me, yeah. sounds cool. I'm curious about yeah. it, so we'll be keeping an eye on it for sure. The cinematic, mm-hmm. I thought, did more harm than good in a way. Right. Agreed. Like it, it was unnecessary. I think if it's not there. You don't lose anything, but I, th- I think by showing it, it was kind of just like, eh. So what I think looks- about the cinematic is, like a lot of those games, especially like StarCraft, is they had cinematics, and they were a big part of those games. But I think this game still a ways out, and yeah. having like maybe some gameplay would have helped a lot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like seeing a cinematic attacks. wasn't surprising to me at all, and totally. it totally adds up for why they would show that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the cinematic was like, yo, here... Starcraft successor yeah. for sure 100% uh, here's, here's Kerrigan new character yeah. Like, yeah or something like that totally um one just real quick shout out because it was, it was one of these things where it's like you make such a simple change to something and it feels like a different game Lesara Summit Kingdom Remember, this is like the city building game but it was on a mountain oh yeah that was cool that was cool, that was cool. and so like everything so was fun. angles yeah that's neat. And cozy. avalanches and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. Super cozy looking. Come in on a weekday afternoon, watch Don and Isla stream that. <laughs> Sounds yeah, delightful. Man. You know it. A <laughs> uh, little ways after that, we got that new blood montage. Yes. <laughs> with Gloomwood at the end. <gasps> oh, right. Gloomwood. Yep. Gloomwood. Yep. <laughs> Gloomwood. <laughs> Fallen Aces. Mm. Fallen Aces. One other incredible one in there, Blood. Help me out. Oh, I'm blanking on the full list. I didn't, didn't, I didn't write them all down, down but but Gloomwood was the the highlight. They kind of rushed through the rest of yeah. them. They really wanted to show off a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? What are you feeling? Why should people be excited about this game that looks, you know, like Quake era graphics? Yeah, it's got Lost Faith or whatever. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Lost Faith, whatever. Maybe, yeah, yeah. We were talking about Immersive Sims just a minute ago. It kind of has that vibe. Uh, it's definitely a retro throwback to those days and just the atmosphere is really good you know all you bloodborne lovers out there this gothic victorian uh aesthetic just works really well really menacing memorable villains coming at you when they see you their their eyes light up red and they attack uh and just cool weapons you know you got your sword cane you got your revolver shotgun and it's it's just super immersive like you're stealthing through solving some puzzles and just from the demos we played i guess it was the closed alpha we learned now right yeah that well it was not yeah. closed it was an alpha the, demo yeah we played pre, the, no it's this pre-alpha demo i think got it. even the pre-alpha demo years ago was excellent so just such high hopes for just like the vibes of it yeah. the style of it the confidence of it and that, like Hubert was saying, the gameplay, mm-hmm. it just, it feels like the promise of, you know, various games like Thief, Thief and, yeah. and like all these games that like never quite hit the mark. And I just have such high hopes for this, for this title. And like, of course, I love that kind of graphic style too. Yeah. So I just, I'm just over the moon for this game. I can't wait. 
And like the early access is kind of weird because it's like a single player yeah. thing maybe. But I mean like I, I'm excited to jump in. And then uh, the last thing that closed out the uh, PC gaming show, which I think is, is a very fascinating uh, way to do this, is they had a long gameplay walkthrough of a mod Insane. for Half-Life Alex yeah. uh, Whoa, Levitation. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like a 10 minute gameplay walkthrough. Really? A mod. Crazy. A mod. Very yeah. Mod. yeah. Wow. Which Gordon cool. Gordon Freeman getting called out by name yeah. in the game. <laughs> G-Man showed up. G-Man yeah. visible. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. And I was just thinking of uh, you know, the Left 4 Dead mod that ended up becoming canon to the game that's just like part of Toon, you know, it's just on the list. Mm. Part of it, and I wonder, you know, Vowels. the reception of this, yeah. if this will just become uh, an official Some part of thing it. from them, yeah. Maybe Could not. Be. Maybe not. Maybe it was just really highlighting the PC gaming right. community. You know, mods are at the forefront, you know, such a big part of it. Mm -hmm. And what more representative of that, too, is freaking Half-Life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think just ending with that vibe. Right. Uh, well, and like, is really cool. So many big, huge developers now started as modders, you know, and like yeah. some of the biggest, most lucrative uh, genres in the whole world started as mods, you mm -hmm. know. So it's just like, yeah, it, it's always a fun PUBG. way to showcase new yeah. PUBG yeah. MOBAs. I mean, like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, who knows what these people will go on to do next? Yeah, it's it's very curious to me because, like you're saying, I, I could see, you know, at some point, you know, kind of similar to like a portal or something like. Valve stepping in and saying like, yeah. "All right, we like what you got. You know, we'll we'll take this and then we'll like we'll get our writers to mm -hmm. polish up the story and make sure that everything lines up where it's supposed to be and fits in a timeline." And yeah, uh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like as excellent as Half Life Alex is. I feel like oddly, like this demo went on a little long because it wasn't showing me a whole lot new to that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Right. Fair. Like it was like. I'm seeing more of Half-Life Alex, and like this is a new level. Yeah, and that's I feel cool. Like we saw a new but I don't, type. I don't feel like we're doing a whole lot else. Yeah, there. yeah, I agree. And obviously, you lose some of it by not being in VR. VR actually, right. yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, just a, a definitely a wild thing then. On mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on the, that? Yeah, that show overall, PC game show. Cozy, loved it. Yeah, I always have a good time. Like day, day mm -hmm. nine is a joy to watch. Like yeah just makes the whole thing, the, the energy, easy breezy. He's an incredible host. Yeah, it never drags, you know? Even when they're talking about things that aren't necessarily right in my wheelhouse that I'm um, emotionally invested mm -hmm. in. They had some sponsor thing invested. in there for a little bit. Yeah, whoever it was this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, there's always some yeah, of course. sometimes, but yeah. for the most part, you know. They had a uh, they had a lot of bloopers and stuff in the at the oh, very end with the credits, funny. which that is was really good. Funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. Uh, and then uh, I'm just gonna like zoom through some of these other <laughs> things because uh, we had Capcom, we had Wholesome Games, we had the Future Play, we had oh. so many other things. Hold on, I didn't say Resident Evil Four remake. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby, looking good. Leon's back. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we'll, we'll oh, talk about Capcom first. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even, I wasn't there for any of it. Like, the Resident Evil uh, Village stuff was cool to hear. Like, yeah, the third dude. person mode Insane. is so rad. So now, sick. I have, I'm so, going to have so two new ways to play this game. Yeah. VR <laughs> and this third person mode, yep. dude. 
and Lady D and Heisenberg the, and Mercenaries. Mode. And Chris. Yeah, and Chris. And she's like, dude, Chris. yeah, Psycho Chris. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, they punch some dude. Like, yes, this Lady is great. Lady D threw a chair. Yeah, that shot. was really cool. If they're having like a lot of fun with this, like um, yeah. Heisenberg had like the drill guy. I think, yeah, yeah. The enemy or. One of his freakos. Like, I think he like flips you off too. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I'm super into yeah, that. Yeah, like spawns his own ads, it seems. Yeah, yeah and um, the what was the, the Rose DLC? I forgot what it's called. Shadow Shadows of Rose. I think it's a okay idea. I'm kind. I kind of wish it was something different, especially because it looks like a lot of it's gonna be repeating the environments we've seen. Like mm-hmm. the like I love the castle. Don't get me wrong, but like seeing these same locales, I hope it. I hope it adds more newer things than I expected to. I agree. Like, I'm, it's cool to play as her. I think that's yeah. really rad. Yeah. But. I'm very excited that it's taking place after the game yeah. and that we're doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm very not excited that the implication that it's all kind of in her mind or the something. The metamycete, like, dude. I, yeah. yeah. I, Still I, around. I hope it has, like, real implications and, like, actual stuff happens, not just, like, Mind Palace. Like, it's like Legion or something where it's, like, you spend eight episodes trapped in a mind ho- hospital, and it's like, clearly this is in your head. Like, move forward, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm stoked as hell. Yeah. Totally. Super excited. But uh, especially if they, like, dive into, like, the history of the Metamycete being in that village yep. and, like, going through it throughout time. Seriously. Yeah. Just, know, they can just, get wild with this. Yeah. The idea that the world is fighting back, you know, kind of, like, stem mm-hmm. the evil within. I really want to see... Things get weird and and crazy, and uh, yeah, not too much backtracking. Right. Even though it does look like a remixed, you know, it's like sure. the castle remixed. Yeah, hopefully a lot of new. Hopefully, there's a lot yeah. more other things yeah. besides that. What sure like be. evil Duke? Yeah. Like what? What's going on with you? <laughs> evil Duke. Yeah, I see. Right, Unacceptable, was, Isla. What was the? I, uh, I know. The, the, the area with the dolls, Bonaventure or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Benevienne. Benevienne. Yeah. But I feel like that's the closest that like Resident Evil has really gotten to this like more psychological kind sure. of craziness. Um, so yeah, well, I, I, I kind of share the skepticism of like, okay, well, if, if none of this is really real, like how much am I going to be invested? But gameplay-wise, I love... Mm-hmm. things totally just yeah kind of flipping on their heads and reverse baby they and <laughs> reverse. finally showed it again it's coming back <laughs> what was amazing with the reverse thing is that it literally at first only got a still frame yeah <laughs> yeah so funny just quick sweep that under the rug oh yeah reverse uh we saw a little bit of sunbreak and there's that demo mm-hmm. out now yeah um and then uh Street Fighter Six was Street Fighter Six was really fun. Yeah, I mean, really excited for but it. But yeah, your thoughts of the, over the whole show? Of what yeah, you've seen. like from what I've seen, I heard like Ben talking about it and all that kind of stuff. It sounds really promising to me. Like I played a little bit of Five, but it didn't really grab me. But this looks, I think visually, it looks a lot better than Five to me. Like the style and like just seeing all these characters back and like the time, like how much older they are, super interesting to me. And like. Of course, this open, like, where this adventure mode's going to be sounds super appealing to me, like, roaming the city and mm-hmm. dragging, like, uppercutting cans and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that sounds really fun. I'm really into that. So, it looks really sweet. Uh, Exo Primal. <laughs> <laughs> Weird game. Weird game. You I see w- this whole thing with a giant AI that's keeping you yes. trapped here fighting yes. dinosaurs? That got me even more invested into it. <laughs> yeah, like, the more insane this game gets, the better it'll be for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, looks weird. Like, I'll try it for sure. I'm not. I can't say I'm particularly hyped about it or anything though. But yeah, I'm curious. Like, shoot some dinos with everyone. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
co-op. Let's yeah. go. Four hundred raptors, just like yeah, Floyd. Like that's how. If I could see Mike like a on the river ground getting swarmed by dinos, <laughs> like <laughs> just like that's what I'm into. Story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we talked about uh, Dragon's Dogma. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, Resident Evil 4. Yeah, it looks great, dude. It looks good. It it's looks just good. weird for them to, like, bring it up and then bring it back. And it's like, okay, we're going to walk 10 feet. Yeah. They, motion. They, I motion. really hope they were showing, like, Leon shoots someone. I wanted to see some capabilities of Leon being different than RE2 remake Leon. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in 4, he's much more capable. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see him... Is he going to roundhouse some dude or something like mm-hmm. that? But the tone was, like, way more sinister than the original 4. And, yeah. like, I'm yeah. totally cool with that. Like, 4 is a very cheesy game, and, like, that definitely has its place. I got no problem with that. But I'm really curious to see them tackle this game and what they change. I'm all for it. Like, man, when they showed some of those, those like, faces of those guys, man, they look so good. Yeah, I loved the atmosphere just in that first house. I mean, I, I know yeah. it wasn't a lot to go on, but, like, I almost appreciate it more than a big gameplay blowout is like give me this 10 seconds for me to just dream about every Mm -hmm. night Mm -hmm. because that one just that one little bit just thinking back to that original encounter in your mind versus just seeing the new one i mean it's night and day way more scary looking way more sinister yeah i think the (laughs) only thing i didn't like about the capcom event being specifically there is like they didn't show really that much new from the PlayStation 1. They showed, like, a couple different shots, which is fine, but I just want more because it's, like, close, you know? Like, we have a a firm date for this game. It's, like, it's locked in, baby, but it was nice to see, like, Leon's face, actually, and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, oh, yeah. I think everyone's very excited here. Yeah. Everyone. Ten out of ten. Everyone's going to play that game. Day one. Day Day zero. Day zero. (laughs) Everyone. Before we move on, really quick about the Dragon's Dogma thing. I having seen the real announcement now and and that there is a two and whatever, I get the idea of wanting to get people to watch their documentary because it was really cute. But at the same time, like six thousand people were waiting for that documentary, right? And seventy thousand were watching this right direct. So I really do wonder yeah. why not just like have a dude in a t-shirt in the direct and then say, yeah. hey, if you like Dragon's Dogma, we're yeah. doing a documentary next week. Like, that seems like a better way to do it, maybe, but right. whatever. Or, you know, they, a lot of this stuff was sort of replicated from things that they'd put in the State of Play and the Xbox mm-hmm. event. And it just feels like, man, they could have done this in so many other places and had like a bigger sure. yeah. audience watching. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they just spread themselves out the way that they did. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Especially when they already had an event. Like, like even their own event, it's like almost feels not necessary. Mm. Uh, the, the big thing there being the Resident Evil Village DLC and the rest of it is stuff. It's like, we, okay, we, we kind of knew about this already. You know, you, you yeah, told you just us got a little already. more of a look. Yeah. Like, they, there was a lot of Sunbreak in there and stuff like that, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, I think Sunbreak is probably the biggest yeah. thing from them, yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's so that they can spend more time per thing. Like, they control how long they show things. Yeah. Yep. Whereas if they're, like, wedged into a state of play or an Xbox event, you know, they only got n- maybe they're minutes. like, you can only show three minutes of this. And it's like, oh, okay. Right. Uh-huh. It's just interesting to like looking back at the the Dragon's Dogma thing and it's it feels like a lot of what that 10th anniversary thing was doing was trying to sort of educate people on, on what Dogma. is so yeah. great about this game and yeah. all our inspirations and all of that and 
but by segmenting it off onto its own thing, it's like, well, you, you're only speaking to the people that already know this. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 exactly. You're so right. Yeah. And also, yeah. like... You both are so right. And also, like, something getting a sequel is good advertisement for the first one because it's like, okay, it must have been good enough to get a sequel. Might as well right. check it out. I better buy it, you know? like Check uh, it out. Dragon's yeah. Dogma, dude. Play Dragon's Dogma. Uh, there was one more little announcement uh, here, and that is uh, Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got updates, yeah. Uh, yeah. which are seeming to have some issues. Have some 7 issues. seems all right. Yeah, yeah, I've heard 7's the best yeah, so far. I saw Susie's yeah. tweets about yeah. it. Yeah, so like 2 and 3 movie. have had like frame rate and lighting issues mm-hmm. to the point that Capcom has like given Steam users the option yeah, to roll well, back on 2. It also like broke like every mod for those games. Oh, They'd sure. They'd redo them for this new version kind of yeah. thing. So they rolled it back on PC to help with that, too, which is great. That's awesome. I'm glad they did that. Hmm. But I'm sure they'll patch this game over time, hopefully. So, yeah, they can get it all sorted out. It'll be very sweet. Free of charge, can't complain. Yeah, it's a very nice gesture. Free of yeah. charge, can't <laughs> complain. I mean, I could complain that it's not as good as it should be, but I'm very happy they yeah. did it and it's free. That's yep. awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Isla, you watched a whole bunch of these things on sure Saturday. Wholesome yeah. future play, future game show. Wholesome was nuts. Wholesome, wholesome. was crazy. Like somebody's got to tell them we, not to do that again. I mean, I didn't hate it, but like what it did. Mean? It kind of fought itself because after after like a little while, you start to realize like, my God, people like frogs and farming simulators. <laughs> There's like seventy of these things, yeah. and it's like after a while, it's like all of these individually seem awesome, but we are clearly oversaturated on this idea like l- witches and frogs and farming sims well and everything it, it, it well it just invites comparisons and and to, to oh yes so just to give everybody a baseline for this especially Brad <laughs> like this is like an hour long presentation it had about 92 games they said what? about 100 they in said the, about in 100 wow. i counted 92 oh when i went god. back wow oh my god why it, did you do that <laughs> Uh, well, I did timestamps and stuff for this. You are a machine. What uh, a hero. And Go to sleep, Some of these things were, like, literally, like, eight seconds long. Oh, wow. It was a lot. It was a lot. And so, like, even things that, like, writing down, like, okay, this seemed like a cool game. I mm-hmm. still had to go back and, like, look again. It's like, what was, I don't remember what this was. Yeah. It basically, all. it yeah. felt almost like a full hour of the, like, like, Here's here's a bunch of rapid fire games like montage thing, you know. It felt like a yeah. full hour of that. Well, they just got like shorter and shorter and shorter as it yeah. went on, you know, like at Speed the beginning running. they were only like 30 seconds and then they got down to like 15 seconds and then like I said, like some of them just like, yeah, here real, it is and there it goes. Brief. And I mean, I assume it's because they accept submissions and mm-hmm. got a lot of interest and like I love the idea of getting a bunch of indie devs to get their names out there and stuff. But I do have to wonder, like, there there has to be a saturation point. Oh, there yeah, has no, to be. I, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think it's hurting I, I, half I know of for these a games. fact that there are people that are not happy with yeah. how how much there ended up being there mm-hmm. and how yeah. little time they had, yeah. Because it's like, it, it has to hurt, like, six of these farming simulators with frogs that there are 15 <laughs> other ones, you know? Right. <laughs> well, like, I have a few that I wrote down, but, like, uh, Lumberjack, uh, which... Like, like Bear and Breakfast, you yeah. know? Yeah, well, yeah, it's the thing. You like you mix it up with bear and breakfast, even though they look completely different. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is like a bear in a hat going around uh, with an axe, Ooh. Huber, 
smashing up like like human buildings and things and Yo. like restoring the environment. Yo, Jody, <laughs> which then gets uh, conflated with Terra Nil, which is about right. that kind of. So it's just like yeah, mm. yeah. Um, and again, those play very differently. Right. But oh just yeah. Similar concept. That's the thing. I don't want to give the impression that I'm against or not excited for these games. It's just that it's. I feel like it's bad for them to have so many that you can compare them to in such rapid succession. Yeah, it's frustrating. I want them all to get their chance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like Even like really creative ideas and art styles, it's like when you have yeah. that much put together, they just start to, to blur. Um, Mika and the Witch's Mountain uh, was a cool one. It's a 3D adventure with like a little witch flying around on a broom. It looked uh, like a better room mm. in the night sky, like we did on Trash <laughs> Oh, I was, I was just thinking of that. Yeah. I was thinking uh, Kiki's yeah, uh, yeah, delivery yeah, yeah. service. Probably better. It's probably an inspiration there, for sure. Um, there's a, a frog's tail. Speaking of frogs, lots of frogs just all over. So many frogs. Uh, frogs in space. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Well, the, and rabbits. The, the lots of rabbits. Events, the AAA events were about space horror games, and these were about frogs mm-hmm. and rabbits. Uh, but this is a pixel art game. Uh, the kind of like overworld stuff felt like more like a 2D Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you'd get into combat and it'd be more turn-based. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. And there's this cool transition to where like it di- went from like the top down and the like camera like tilted to like more sideways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that looked like pretty impressive. It's nice. pretty cool. Um, Paper Trail is this top-down adventure. But, like, when you're looking at the screen, it's, like, the character is actually, like, walking, like, as if the environment is, like, drawn on a piece of paper. And then you can take the paper and, like, fold it. Oh, whoa. And change, like, the pathways that cool. you, you can go on. It's that kind of like uh, perspective puzzles, like Echo Chrome. Or oh, yeah. Tabs. Yeah, it does have a little bit of that vibe. Sort of. um, kaiju. <laughs> it's a kaiju dating sim. All right. Want, you can get giant monsters to kiss. To All right, yeah. Sure, there's dating sim for everything. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, uh, toggles, you play as like what looked like a Roomba or like the thing from <laughs> Mario and Rabbids. That's funny. Yeah. You're cleaning up things, but then you're also like dropping down cubes that you could kind of like use to like get to higher ground. Whoa. Yo, when's that fly game come out? Time flies. Mr. Time flies. Time flies looked I think there's a demo. Amazing. Uh, is there a demo for that I'll one check. for Steam? I think there might be. I played it at uh, Day of the Devs thing at, at Summer Game Fest. Good. It was cool. I think I, I'm curious whether like the thing I saw is like all of it or if it's like just like the first chapter. Got it. Because it feels like something where it's like you're trying to like you have there's like literally like a checklist like a bucket list. Yeah. And so that's tr- like one world or whatever. Is that one world or is yeah. that or is it like the challenge like trying to do all of it in a single run? Got it. So. I'm not seeing mm. a demo on Steam. Ah, uh, okay. Um, it instead of instead of the New Blood Classic where it says soon in all caps with a TM. Soon TM. Yeah. This has coming soon. Period. Coming soon. Okay. So oh. that okay. Promising. I don't know. Cool. Uh, the spirit and the mouse. Uh, kind of gave us these Ratatouille vibes, I think because the narrative was French. <laughs> but you play as a mouse that has some kind of relationship with like a ghost or something, and you have like electrical powers, and it would like whoa. jump into like whoa, sewer whoa, grates. Whoa. And, yeah, Crazy. It, it was interesting. Uh, hamster on rails look like Captain Toad. Oh, cool. And you're like literally like this cute little hamster, with, and they were like mine carts. But it would have like this cube design of the world. Sounds delightful. That you could yeah, rotate around. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's solve puzzles to to get through to the next Excellent. area, yeah. open up gates. Cabin Toad was sweet, so yeah. Also looks like you can customize your hamster. Ooh, good Hell idea. Yeah. Really, Great idea. Really cute Hamtaro kind of design for Excellent. the character. Excellent. Hats? Hamster hats? Hats? Probably. Sunglasses? Hope so. Probably. God, sung- need sunglasses. <laughs> Gotta have sunglasses. Need sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, I only wrote down one from the future play direct, but I think it was also somewhere else too. Is uh, they showed it at the end of Wholesome, got really it really quickly, but then we saw more here. Yeah, yeah, Lost Twins two. It's kind of a side scroller where you're playing as two different characters. Oh, uh, but uh, what's weird is it's like you could like take like rooms and like move them around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to describe. But yeah, it's so it's like it's like different elements of the environment. It's like you could like have like move this room and do that, and it's like oh okay, while controlling two different characters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So navig yeah navigating the environment in like a really different way. Cool. Uh, some a couple from the future game show. Ludo looked basically like PT. Like straight up <laughs> like PT. Yeah. Sweet. And even like some of the stuff that like was in this like Silent Hills trailer that was never in PT, you know, like it felt like they were drawing on a little bit of that. Hmm. Like it literally had a part where it was like, don't stare at me, written on uh, the wall, yeah. and then you just stare at it and something happens, you know. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Catch like, it out. Seems cool. Tray racers. This game looks sweet. <laughs> it's like snowboard kids, Brad. Oh, Sick. Like you're going downhill on like trays. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seemed like there's a lot of characters. You say on snowboard screen. kids. Yeah. yeah. What? I'm interested. The hell? Uh, Some of my bingo card, Brad. Damn. The entropy center. You have like this time gun that like you can like point at things and like rewind or. There's already them too in many time. puzzles. Yeah, I'm there's sure. already too say, many puzzles. I thought about Huber. Already. I thought about Huber for this one. I was like, yeah, Huber's not man. gonna like this. And there's like then there's this like overarching thing with like the more puzzles that you actually solve, oh then like you're like b- building up like time energy to like s- the Earth is like on fire, <laughs> and so like once you get enough time energy, then you can like rewind the Earth. <laughs> it's, it's actually really intense. Crazy. That is crazy. But yeah, I think you're on some base on the moon or something. Sick. Like that that sounds awesome. Station. Not a Huber game. <laughs> Guaranteed laser puzzles. Mm. Just play with Isla. Yeah. She'll help you out. Uh, I think there was like, just some things that like looked really neat were like things that were like crumbled and stuff that you like got all the pieces back mm-hmm. together and like made whole again. Nice. It was neat like jumping across and making a bridge. That mm-hmm. looked, it looked cool. Uh, the Last Face, which I think was like a side-scrolling sort of like mix of like Bloodborne, Metrova- Metroidvania kind this, of thing. Oh, this looks sick as hell. I saw this. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. It looked like Blasphemous with yeah, dude. Bloodborne. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'll check that out. Blasphemous. <laughs> Blasphemous. And then, yeah, so that's kind of all of, you know, mm-hmm. like highlights and stuff I wrote down from all of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what do you think about just this this week? These crazy shows in general. Some good games. Uh, kind of, uh, there's a lot of events again. I wish they were all kind of closer together. Right. Instead of being spaced out over like a week and a half. Like, I wish, like the Capcom thing didn't need to be like two things. The Dragon's Dog, that should have just been in the Capcom thing. Right. right. Stuff like that. But like, some really great announcements. Like, I, I was eating healthy this whole time. Like, seeing Callisto Protocol was awesome. Like, damn, I'm super into that game. Like, let's go. And, like we said, Resident Evil, Street Fighter, like Capcom showed a lot of rad games, a lot of cool indie games. Getting to see like 
Hollow Knight, even though there's no date, was very nice to see and just see it, it again. Lives. Yeah, it, it lives. It's been a it's few just years like, since it's shown up. Yeah, <laughs> it was just nice to see. But yeah, like a lot of great games coming out, and I, I'm super excited for what's to come. Like we didn't even see like any Sony's like first party really this entire time. We just saw third party stuff from them. It's like right. Yeah, the only and like first no party was Last of Us. Yeah, yeah and no Nintendo mm-hmm. at all this whole time. It's like man, we still got stuff to come. Stuff coming hopefully. This is the definitive, like, nail in what is now the modern, like, not E3, E3, mm-hmm. I think. Like, my expectations mm-hmm. now for these are just so set. Yeah. Like, this is how they've been going in the past couple years, and I feel like this is how they will continue to be. Uh, this kind of Keeley-style multiple events, some big announcements, some not-so-big announcements, a lot of disappointment, a lot of hype. <laughs> You know, just kind of all the messiness of it all. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're we're always going to be living in the shadow of uh, the legendary E3 moments that no one sees coming. Uh, but for what this is, I just I have a blast each year. And I thought I thought this year was solid. Oh, Blo, I wanted to ask you, what did you think? Because, you know, Keeley did his like summer yeah. game fest like yeah. playing in person how was that it was very good uh actually and very interesting it, mm-hmm. like like huber you say you know it's set expectations i have nowhere no clue yeah where my expectations should be for next year yeah it Probably is higher really now, though because like that a blank looks so slate. well done it's a, like a blank slate because this this event this year, like I said, it was super well done. Mm-hmm, it looked super smooth. small. It, it looked super smooth. intimate. Everything was smooth, like you're saying. Yeah. Um, I know, and a lot of like the things that I would criticize in terms of like not feeling like there was necessarily like enough to do between appointments, or whatever. It's just it's just because it was so small, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's because there was no Nintendo, there was no Sony, there was no Xbox, there was no Ubisoft, there was no Activision. Like you know, as if more people had been there yeah. even if they had a smaller slate of games so you know like Capcom just brought Street Fighter yeah we didn't play Resident Evil 4 here we just yeah. you know played Street Fighter and that was it mm-hmm. you know even even if each individual publisher is that small and there were more publishers like all there would be no downtime like we, we just wouldn't mm-hmm. have it right yeah and so but on the flip side of that like the amazing thing was because it was so small getting the chance to reconnect and talk to, to talk the devs, to actually, and to yeah, and yeah. like the day of the devs, it's like, you know, almost every one of those stations. Yeah, I sat down with the person I just saw on the day of the devs showcase, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, I watched your reactions. Thank you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." <laughs> and it seems really good for PR because like people were just live tweeting like, "What do you want me to ask him?" Like mm-hmm. Max was getting like legit details like right. up to the second, <laughs> just like mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. Right. So and, I just think the whole process, yeah, it was. It was and so I think great. it's. I think it's going to be really about finding that balance of like, okay, how do we keep this intimacy of, you know, where we're actually talking to real developers and you know and other other people in the media as well. You know, that's a big part of it too. It's just being, you know, like. Like constantly, like Ben and Mitch and Max getting together. Like, what did you figure out? What does this do? What do mm-hmm. you think about this? You know, and and having the time to digest some of that stuff, I think it really goes a long way compared to the E3 show floor, where it's like, you know, North Hall and South Hall are like a ten minute walk away from each other, and you see somebody in the hall, it's like, oh hey, how are you doing? It's like I gotta get to my appointment. You know, it's just like the rush of it. Um, yeah, I, I, and it's you know. 
if they are very clearly going to come back, have another event next mm-hmm. year, scale it up, you know, and scale it up. And 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 that's sort of my worry is like, okay, to what degree do you scale it up? You know, it's like, will there be, you know, that separate space for well, devs was- and 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 media? Versus a public space, you know, like well, the yeah. the game of chicken is coming between Keeley <laughs> and that's and the thing. Too. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's What's coming. What's E3 gonna do? Exactly. It's they're a shaking lot, in their boots. Yeah, a lot's gonna happen. Like, where do we go from here next year when you know E3 is back on and Keeley is also back on? So right. we're it's who knows. And it's too. It's. The thing, the thing that's crazy about E3 is so much of its design is 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 based in its origins, right? So, so much of the giant booths and the lights and the skate parks and the noise was all about attracting people to your booth, mm-hmm. getting your retailers and your media and everybody to come to your booth. But the way that it's worked for us at E3 the past few years, as well as for this event, is like... Most of what we do is appointment based. Like you're not going to attract our attention. Like we we, we can't get in. You know, we're not we're not going to stand in line yeah. for can't 4 hours or to. anything. Yeah. 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 So I I think that's going to be a big part of it. Were you able to that's just kind of walk up to a game this with Keely saying just play something? Not really. Okay. Not really. There were a few times when like Power Wash Simulator was open. Uh, I was able to walk up to Escape Academy and like, or we're you know, we're all appointments, but there's still a slot open, mm. so I'll get you in at four o'clock. Oh, okay. Um, Street Fighter was the one where it's like, people could just kind of keep. Oh, that's cool. Coming up. Line. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's rad. But like Day of the Devs, Day of the Devs is the one that I'm like the most disappointed by because they had like eight games to cover in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And just like just hot potato seat 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 yeah, seat yeah, each yeah, game. Gotta go fast. Um, but. But yeah, but then in terms of just accommodations, you know, they had um, uh, they had parking there for us. Great. They had meals there for us, so we didn't have to go hunt awesome. something down. Yeah. You know, they had you know we could just go up and get a drink anytime we we needed something. It was like you want a coffee, go get a coffee. You want a pastry, go get a pastry. Like all of that stuff was just very simple and taken mm-hmm. care of. And then they had like a theater room um, off to the side. To where, you know, once in a while, like Square Enix or Data Devs or whatever, they would have like a presentation or a Q&A. Oh, okay. And if you want to just go sit in that theater room and, and, you know, participate in that, you could. Uh, or in between things, you could just use that as a place to kind of just chill out hmm. and get on okay. your laptop and write a story or whatever. Yeah, hopefully this will be like a proof of concept kind of thing for maybe publishers to have a little more confidence in whatever Keeley's going to do or getting back in there in person, something like yeah. that. And that's the thing, too, is, like, not only was I talking to Keeley and I am a bit about, you know, what they had done this year and what they were talking about, you know, mm-hmm. looking to do next year, but I was also talking to, you know, people at those publishers, mm-hmm. you know, and the vibes there were good, too. Yeah. They're probably excited to show their games off with people. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like, the one of the guys from Bandai Namco, you know, it, it was also about, you know, seeing what the event was and seeing what the space was because it mm-hmm. was... You know, basically like a converted warehouse. Right, yeah, Lots yeah, of yeah. sunlight coming in, open flow, you know, airflow and all of that. And so they specifically, you know, brought things that fit that vibe. You know, they specifically brought like the Lego game and the JoJo game and like stuff that's going to be more colorful and more fun. Mm-hmm. 
rather than, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been a good fit for Resident Evil. Sure, have, like, yeah. All this yeah. sunlight and, yeah. and din of the crowd and everything. It's but like, they no, didn't... no, no, you want to be in like a yeah. you know, closed off room. They didn't for that. bring One Piece, though, right? Not really, no. They just had like a trailer or something. That's running. sunny vibes yeah. right there. It's coming. It's <laughs> sunshine. That's the game for that. So, yeah. I'm very positive on cool. how that event worked. It's good. I would like I would like the schedule to shift. <laughs> sure. Because the, the thing yeah, for me personally is that like guys. to be on the show floor for two days and then it's like, oh, Xbox is at ten AM the next morning. Yeah. And then Capcom is the next day. And it's like and then we just don't then we just roll into the next week. Mm-hmm. Whereas with E three it's like everybody's on the same page. Everybody is like, you know, Kicking butt at the same time, and then everybody's exhausted at the same time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of the thing about this week that I neglected to realize was like, I was like, okay, E3, Key 3 is done. Now we get to chill. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I have three 10 hour stream days this week. Like, yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I got to make like four easy updates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never ends. Yeah. Not complaining. I love it. Patreon.com slash easy. <laughs> Also this week, uh, we can talk about this a little bit. Uh, PlayStation Plus yes. launched their new service. Yeah, me and you guys were, have been checking it out. Yeah, we've been messing with it. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't going to get it originally, Bloodworth, because you know you could buy a lot of these games a la carte, just kind of on their own, which I appreciate. But some of them you needed to sub up for, and the game was Resident Evil Director's Cut. Right. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> gotcha. I want to play this. So gotcha. I, they got me. They got me. I told Huber before, like a night or two before, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to get it. I'm just going to buy these games. Yeah. I have it. Got you. So they got me. Uh, the one thing that I was the most curious about was PlayStation 3 streaming. Mm-hmm. And I have the full report. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I hardwired with my legitimately solid internet capabilities hardwired into the PlayStation and booted up Batman Arkham Origins. Okay. Unplayable. Ooh. In my thought, in my mind. It's playable, of course, but with a game like that, too, with fighting and everything, just the constant stutters, like, the input lag, it feels like you throw a punch and, like, there is just that little delay. Mm -hmm. It's just not the answer. It's not there. And from my li- from my limited experience, like I'm gonna I'm gonna boot up Infamous next, but like from my limited experience already, like not a great way to play these games. Right. Like right. worst possible way to play PS3 games is streaming. I I and I feel like that is that is on them a hundred percent. And because and to be fair, I played this in a demo unit, probably dedicated internet line, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I play that Xbox uh, app on the Samsung TV. Yeah. You know? Hey, and I heard everyone's praising that thing, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the resolution, clearly a step down. Yeah. It looks muddy. But I played Halo, and it was snappy. I It felt just like playing wow. Halo mm-hmm. on my Xbox. Wow. Like, it yeah. really, like, was just as in sync as you could want. Yeah. So I could very easily see somebody... If you know picking that up, they have a good internet connection. They're yeah, gold. They don't yeah. need to buy an Xbox. We do need to test it here, probably on our internet. Yeah, I would definitely want to see how it is. Know, yeah, even gonna, my yeah. like like home internet, which is like the majority of humans, out probably there, for like, most. Yeah, like my internet is way above average. My home internet, and it it wasn't. It was like I'm. I can't. 
Let me know. Let me know when it's better, because like I, I'm, I am now just disregarding mm-hmm. any right. streaming PS3 game on that service is like a big X over it. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will say though, I saw they added Wild Arms One. I don't know. And like yeah, Wild Resident Arms. Evil Two wasn't really uh, Resident Evil One wasn't really said before that it was no. coming. So I like. If they're just like gonna sneak, yeah, on that's what they're gonna do, and, and just keep adding them. Mo- yeah, and most of them you could buy separate, but I think like it sounds like gonna refresh could. like twice a month or something. Oh, like is that? it gonna be? Yeah, I have no idea the time frame. But uh, I played a lot of the PS One games, and they're pretty cool. Yeah. I had a good time. Like the, it has like built in rewind, which is nice and stuff like that. I played uh, Resident Evil. I played Toy Story Two, which Hell is a yeah. sick game. Like, so yeah. I was so surprised Love to see that, that on the list. Yeah, yeah, that game's tight. And, and Toy Story Three is so good. yeah. There's Ape Escape on there, and I've never really played Ape Escape, so I'm looking forward to diving into that. It's it's cool that some of the games have trophies too. That's really rad. Like not all of them do, which is disappointing, but it's a nice step in the right direction. Yep. And there's all the dude Mark of Cree on there. <laughs> yeah, Mark of Cree. So yeah, all those PS2 sick. games, like all the Dark Clouds are on there. Yeah. Rogue Galaxy, all that kind of stuff, which is really rad. And we learned that Stray's going to be on the service later on whenever that game comes out, which is right. interesting. Yeah, in terms of the newer games, like it doesn't affect us because we own them right now. We own yeah. a lot, but like yeah. there was a lot if of you, games yeah, on there. If you're like a new PlayStation Five wow. owner, like yeah, there's a lot of there's some good value there. Yeah, yeah, for the extra. The mid tier, the extra, yeah. the mid tier, yeah. yeah. So yeah, curious to see how it evolves so far. Miles Morales is number one yeah. downloaded. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, video game music finally has its own category in the Grammys. Yay! Nine years after Austin Winery was nominated for Journey. <laughs> Even longer than that, since the first video game song, Baba Yetu from Civilization Four. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Uh, the new category is titled. Uh, this is a mouthful. Best score soundtrack for video games and other interactive media. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, which recognizes excellence in score soundtrack albums comprised predominantly of original scores and created specifically for or as a companion to a current video game or other interactive media released within the qualification period. Is Last of Us a remake eligible? Let's go. Right. <laughs> Let's go right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious how they'll handle that for like re-releases and yeah. such. Uh, considering the music was written a long time ago. Uh, the Gran Turismo movie is coming out August oh, yeah. 11, 2023. The premise. Bro. Directed by Neil Coplanke. or whatever the hell. Come on. Yeah, based on a true story, teenage Gran Turismo player on PlayStation becomes an actual <laughs> professional car, race car driver. That's crazy. <laughs> I like that it kind of actually relates to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's actually about the game. Like, the game is a, a real yeah. thing in this movie. Like, it's gonna be, like, it's a hybrid, like, real racing movie, but then also this guy just loves, like, Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, like, yeah. give it love that. Like, yeah. it sounds more exciting than, like, when they did a Need for Speed movie where it's yeah. like, oh, here's Aaron Paul in this. And it's right. Like, Dude. Random racing. That movie's unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> the things Aaron Paul says in that movie. Are nuts. Boost it! <laughs> uh, Assassin's Creed also had a presentation this week with a lot of different announcements, uh, including uh, uh, Odin's roguelite-inspired journey to the spectacular region of Niflheim with the new game mode, The Forgotten Saga. Are you going to check this out? You said I roguelite. Mean, yeah, I mean, I'm so committed. Dawn of Ragnarok is the worst expansion they've ever done. Mm. <laughs> I'm so comfortable saying that. I am so comfortable making that statement. It's so poor. Um, poor. You know, the uh, the celebration, right, they're counting down. They're going backwards from Valhalla mm-hmm. all the way to Assassin's Creed 1. Remake 1. 
I feel like it is so in the yeah. cards. Yeah, it's the only one that's like not available really on on modern. It, it hasn't oh, been sure. remastered. Sure, yeah. Uh, they've all you know. So many of those have been remastered. A little um, torn on the Ezio trilogy. It's a, a kind of funky looking in parts. It's fun. Yeah, it's funky. It's funky. Yeah, but it's, it's really like, I, I feel. I just feel like one is so prime for a remake. You yeah. know, because you can stay. You can stay small. Take all that detail and just pump it into like this one small thing. I know they have a million studios, but. You gotta get that Prince of Persia remake yeah, they, out they first. Have fix, they have to fix that first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Aliens Fireteam Elite is getting a new campaign called Pathogen, uh, which uh, looks like some crazy white zombie xenomorphs. Are those? Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be the androids. So interesting. Yeah. Are these? I don't know if that's gonna xenomorphs? pull people back in. I feel like that game kind of died out there. Died. I just Wait. don't know how much content there was for it. Right. Yeah. yeah. You probably had a good time. You, you know, it's you like less than ten hours. Yeah. yeah. Would we want to do another one? I would. I yeah. want to go I in. I think there's like kind of value in like just a yeah. one and done. There's nothing wrong with that, especially if it's priced appropriately. Like World War Z. That game's fun. Yeah, sure. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the makers of What the Golf are now working on What the Bat, a VR game where you do all kinds of silly things, but your hands are always baseball bats. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, that is cool. Sign me up. <laughs> One mission, murder someone. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for love and respect. First thing I'll do. <laughs> love, love and respect. respect. From Brandon K. Gann. Hello, everyone. Now that we're on the other side of Naughty 3 News and Streams, uh... I, am I alone feeling incredibly underwhelmed by the presentations? To be clear, I'm not speaking about specific games, as there are several across multiple showcases I'm keeping tabs on. What I mean is the actual packaging and messaging of State to Play, Summer Game Fest, Xbox Showcase, Capcom Showcase. Of those, I would say the State of Play was great, but everything else in one way or another was a disappointment. Granted, as of this writing, I'm stoked for the Final Fantasy VII anniversary stream, um, et cetera, et cetera. So what do you think? Were the actual shows enjoyable enough? And have enough games for you to come away satisfied. I mean, we saw Last of Us and Resident Evil, which like get me out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought, so I was. I thought happy. Capcom was pretty good. Yeah, it's like it's the reason I breathe. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. And we saw both of those uh, this week, so I couldn't be out. I didn't watch Microsoft Live. How was that? I know that was a pretty long show, right? Yeah, I thought it was good. Like they just again, I think because they are focused more on the mm-hmm. next 12 months like there weren't like the big shocking big, big surprises so much sure but i think they they showed some solid some solid stuff yeah yeah, yeah. And we're still coming out of uh, you know not even coming out of it we're still in the covid era yeah. you know so there's all you know yeah when i was talking to jeff he still? just described it like it's a light year you know it's like what do yeah. you there's you, you got what you got still yeah still a factor still a factor and you know yeah i i, I saw jeff uh, getting into it on Twitter after just talking about the show, how do we do? What do you think? You know, and, and him just addressing the disappointment, I thought was so perfect because he was just real about it. He was like, "Yeah, that would have been awesome." You know, oh, this wasn't there. He's like, "Yeah, that that would have been great if it was." You know, he's yeah. I'm sure he tried to get everything. He yeah, could. it it's just what what when is was, being yeah. what is being worked on in this industry. Do all the stars align? Will it make it safely to that reveal without getting, getting leaked. leaked. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And and just the fact that, as as we said, like, very limited participation from Sony. Yep. 
almost no Nintendo participation from, from Nintendo. Nintendo right? Today was a huge boon. I, I yeah. factor today into yeah, E3. Yeah, today's pretty big. And even if Nintendo is in like two more weeks, like I know that's a huge gap. It's in the month. Like, E3's yeah, a month it's in now. The, yeah, it's E3 month. Like, I'll factor that into. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely some, like, again, like, like wholesome, like I think they have good hosts, but they've got to like trim it or figure it out. They've got to like put more time. And yeah, I, I think Day of the Devs is a good template for them. You know, yeah. it's like you know, show a dozen games or really twenty good. games at the most, but yeah. like, yeah, we don't we don't have to like show every game under the sun. Like yeah, find yeah, the yeah, things yeah. that are really gonna uh, that that yeah. resonate with people. But yeah. like I, I understand their perspective because of, you know so much of, of us were used to those E3s of like oh. You know, like a week of blitz, of just like info, like boom, 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 like craziness. <laughs> but now things are spread out more. So yeah, I totally see that. But yeah, just different, different area. You know. Yeah. I, I think uh, if you're still holding out hope for those E3s of the past, like you're gonna be disappointed because to me, like that is the hypest thing in this industry. Every single publisher and developer getting together to reveal their stuff in like some in blockbuster fashion you know all the money they used to throw at those press conferences like excess out of control hype and like now it's just you know small little room like roll the trailer like here it is you know way more uh lower intensity so Mm -hmm. you know I've adjusted accordingly to that, and as long as they can take advantage of that Bloodworth, you know, you're talking about the Day of the Devs and stuff, like, leaning into that intimacy, because those huge shows, their strength was spectacle and and massive, you know, give me the chills, high budget, now this way, let's really lean into the devs and, like, show fewer You're literally in people's living rooms. Yeah. Showcase, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or the IMAX. That's why I like The Last of Us bit, where they were all just there talking about it. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, it got leaked and stuff, and it wasn't, you know, the the best that way. But then Day of the Devs, them all talking. Love it. From RJ. Greetings, allies. Uh, Thank you for the wonderful coverage of Naughty 3 last weekend. One of the biggest discussions before, during, and after the events... Our leaks. Thanks. I think I've never seen this many video game leaks, rumors, and everything in between uh, this rampant ever. Uh, what do you think about leaks? Should the industry address this as an issue, or is it just a big part of the 4D chess marketing campaign? I mean, I, I don't know how you would address it. Devs don't like when their games get leaked. Yeah. Obviously, but it, like, it just happens. It's been happening for a very long time. Leaks have like kind of been around forever, but... When people are just hungry for info this time of year, so mm-hmm. people got it and they're willing to dish it out. I despise them. You know how I feel about leaks. I absolutely despise them. Uh, it's people are working on something for years. You know, let them tell you about it. Let them reveal it. Um, at the same time, I wish it's weird, right? It's like this gray area because, like, I hate leaks. But I also, on the other end of it, wish the industry was more transparent. Sure. You know, like movies, they just announce, hey, we're doing this. Like, it's greenlit. See you in a year or two when we shoot some stuff. Or, you know, budgets. I'm all, I'm obsessed with video <laughs> game budgets. Like, let me hear about those budgets. Um, so I wish we had more information that way. But then I also don't like leaks. Right. So I guess just information right. and leaks, though, I feel like are different. There's a fine line sure. there. 
I feel like the thing that's been popping up more and more, particularly this year, is like what we were talking about, where it's just like somebody pushed the button on the w- website at the wrong time. And it, yeah. yeah. That stuff. Yeah. You mm-hmm. should have control over that. Happens that yeah. shouldn't be going this on. This story happens Whoops. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Tactics yeah. ogre thing. Tactics like, ogre. The yeah. Last of Us thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like monthly with those guys. Yeah, it was yeah. even like insiders doing it or anything like that. Yeah. Just whoops, wrong button. It's a whole different situation than somebody you know, mm-hmm. you know, getting chummy getting with a, a journalist. Scoop, yeah. yeah. It, it's just Last of Us can't catch a break. I right. know, I know it's the biggest, but <laughs> I know it's the highest budget, so you don't want to defend it as much as, you know, the indies and the little ones, but like, damn, the plot leaked before two, and then now this leaked before the reveal, it's like, every, if, if Last of Us Remake got announced, like, I would have been even more blown away, because I already had in my mind, oh, Remake, like, I already had the time to think of, like, do we need this? Right. You know, but I we had already had the story that came out at least exactly. like like months ago. Months we of talked about forming. that San Diego studio. Yeah, yeah. Naughty Dog took it over. Months of forming the the uh, the thought in your head of like, do we even need this? What even is it like? Versus, hey, we're actually remaking this game. What the shock of that? Um, just such a different feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, it'd be a different so, feeling. Yeah, it's a remake four, same kind of thing. Yeah. Not to not to like create a conspiracy theory but I wonder if Last of Us gets leaked so much because it is such a divisive game like are yeah. people doing it to like punish it Seriously. people who hate the game or something like is that a thing I don't know I mean there's Probably gnarly not. stories about the Naughty Dog Crunch we've heard those stories yeah. if it's like a, a disgruntled employee I don't know <laughs> or it's just or it's just bad luck yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean a lot of the times like yeah you know you've all the Ubisoft leaks over the years was just somebody <laughs> working game. on something on an airplane or, yeah. you know, some marketing deck. Yeah, I remember back at GT, there were times when, like, you know, because, you know, you'd have the two different sides. Like, you'd have the marketing side and you'd have the editorial side. And, like, you know, somebody would, you know, get a marketing deck in. And it's like, this is spoils the whole game. Like, what, mm-hmm. is, what, what is this here? You know, but it's for people to come up with ideas to throw at them to pitch for you know what they're going to run for ads or whatever but it's it's insane i think i hate leaks too because there's like more time for cynicism and like i feel like when something leaks it's like there's more time against it i don't know whereas like just the, the oh sure the freeing feeling of like something gets announced and you don't even have time to think about it nothing matters except that moment that announcement it's just like so pure and, and judgment free i don't think it's judgment free at all i think <laughs> i would have been much harsher on the last of us remake if i didn't know about it already a few minutes later yeah but like i'm just saying right in the announcement right in the moment of a reveal i love that moment oh sure but like i'd be judging yeah. i would i'm gonna form an opinion in like five seconds no sure. matter what <laughs> sure well, there's something to be said about controlling the message, right? Like, if, right. if you get something leaked, like, random stuff gets out there, and then right. everyone starts forming opinions on yep. stuff that's only, like, a third of the picture, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, or the things that are, like, yeah, if, if it's something where there's, like, actual details, and, yeah, it you you get something that's going to get scrapped, mm-hmm. and that's part of the leak, and, like, well, yeah. wait, what? You, people already have a bad opinion of something because it was just, like, Literally half baked. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I, I think of the, the Mario Rabbit's Kingdom battle, right? Where like they were like badass Peach, whatever, and like everyone was just like, wh- like I was like, this game looks terrible. And then when they actually announced it, I flipped 
180. I was like, this looks amazing. And then I ended up playing it and loving it. So it's just like, yeah, the leaks can be so misleading. Uh, from Kevin, uh, loving all the consoles and own them all, but I'm wondering what you think will happen if last gen's results repeat for Xbox, considering Microsoft has spent so much on acquisitions. We know Sony says uh, they think they will sell 18 million uh, and 20 million and more than PS4, That they say, as stock improves in 2023+. plus. Uh, Xbox Series is doing better than Xbox One, but from the little we know about sales, uh, they look to sell uh, 10 to 12 million per, per year this year. Uh, and that looks like the ceiling, uh, barring unforeseen events. Uh, still great, of course. So let's say uh, both do well and make gains from last gen, but Xbox Series still gets outsold by double by PlayStation 5. Uh, what would you do if you're uh, Microsoft? Uh, and then there's a little bit more about Disney Plus and Amazon and whether people would put their things on the other console, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, sure. Well, I guess in terms of Microsoft, they're playing a different game than they were back in the last generation. They're like about getting Xbox games on everything as much as possible. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they want their games on PlayStation stuff more in the future. Like, why wouldn't they? That's their strategy nowadays. And also, Microsoft has so much money they have way more money to burn than sony way more money so they could take a hit and be totally fine it's completely different for them yeah you're totally right like i i I feel like we're getting into an an arena where you know because it used to be the console war used to be nintendo sony microsoft then it was just microsoft and sony and nintendo's crushing it at its own thing now I feel like it's going to be just three separate games, like Sony doing the traditional console thing, Microsoft doing the Netflix of games thing, and Nintendo just still being a weird old monkey paw. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Incredible value. Incredible value. Yeah, I think that what we're probably going to see by next gen is that sales of con- consoles are be- going to be start become secondary right because mm-hmm. subs sony's expanding into pc true you know sony's just now kind of trying to catch up with game pass um and it's, we talk, i talked about that you know samsung gaming hub on you know the xbox app on the same mm-hmm. so gaming hub is like you can just log into your account and play it on your tv yeah that's it You're like you don't have an have to have an xbox to play all of their games mm-hmm. and be a subscriber so yeah it, it's 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 getting into a very different territory, and I don't think the funny thing is is kind of as we can already see right now with like both of these consoles like outselling their predecessors mm-hmm. is that that doesn't mean consoles are going away. It just means right. like their significance in the overall picture is going to be different. a bit smaller because okay, now Sony has all this growth they can make up on PC. And Xbox has all this growth they can get through, you know, getting people that are only going to ever play on their phone or on their TV and never going to spend 400 500 mm-hmm. on the console. Yeah, like, there's always going to be people that just want to play on a console, so they're going to be just fine on those boxes. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, Nintendo, they ain't putting anything on anything else to, like, yeah. they're desperate, and right. they're doing just fine for now. Living in their own world. Yeah. Their own kingdom. Yeah. It's time for bets. This week's bet. Sonic Origins releases next Thursday, June 23rd. I'm going to go to the official uh, Twitter account for Sonic the Hedgehog and look for the most recent image tweet. Could be fan art, could be a meme, could be an apology letter. 
Uh, it just has to be a still image uploaded by the official account, not a retweet. How many retweets will that tweet have? And for reference, uh, when I checked last night, there was an image from June 10th of Amy Rose doing tarot card readers for Animal Friends. Uh, and it had 4,075 retweets. Brad. That's a hard one to top. <laughs> 4,500 for that. It seems seems like the high mark. For that, seems high. I'm going to say 8K, though. Origins is coming out. 8,000? Yeah. People are hyped. Huber. Song said all-time high. 2,100. 2,100. Oh, good. I like that. Blackjack. <laughs> Isla. 4,075. 4,000. Oh, exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then I did uh, 3,123. 1, 2, 3. 1, 2. Last week's bet. Uh, one thing we did not have time for, we went real long anyways, uh, this week was the May NPD report. And last week I asked the panel that when I checked the top 20, I wanted to know where Evil Dead the game would land. Right. Huber bet 13th place. Hell yeah. Ben 13th. also bet 13th place. Oh, hell yeah. Why Damiani bet 18th place. Isla said it'd be off the chart. 21 or over. Ouch. Not even listed. Harsh. And then I said it would be seventh place. Last month, Evil Dead came in at number four. Wow. It was actually the only new title in the month to chart. Damn. Evil wow. Dead. <laughs> that is a win. Strength in the IP. That Happy feels to good. be wrong on that. Feels good. Yeah. Mario Kart 8. Still number eight. Yeah. <laughs> it feels right. That's what right. was number That's one? Correct. Just tell me. Uh, number one. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Yeah. Feels good too. Good pick. Don't everyone. tell me anymore because then you have to tell me all of them. Right, Stop right, there. right. Uh, so that means I'm the winner. Uh, bringing in the scores to Massive Chubbs 11, Splish, and Melodorous Sea Lions 10. <gasps> oh, 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 oh. Uh, let me tell you about uh, patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, I had a whole thing. I'll do that some other other week. Uh, It's basically the way that you can support us. uh, Everything that we do is because of fan funding. Uh, And as we mentioned at the top of the show, we just hired Gabby. Uh, Show yourself, Gabby. Hi, Gabby. Show yourself, (laughs) Gabby. That's Matthew Walden. He's the guest on tonight's episode of Reaction. Matt That's not Gabby. (laughs) Matt Walden worked with us at GT, if you're not aware. True, true, true. Um, and yeah, so uh, we uh, we all used to work at game trailers, and then we came back because of the support of our fans. And uh, you can join us at Patreon, chip in as much uh, or as little as you like, but the more support, the more people that, that give in a little bit, the more that we can do, and the longer that we can keep running. Uh, so if you are a $1 patron, uh, you get access uh, to an extended ad-free version of this podcast every week. Uh, and if you're at $5, uh, you get the podcast uh, a couple days early, and you get to submit to Love and Respect. And there are a bunch of other tiers. And What's that? We can now say. We can now we, say. We won't say specifically a day yet, but <laughs> we're working on setting up our Discord, which yeah. will get uh, $5 and up. Uh, every tier that would need a channel will get its own channel, too. Like, Film Club will have one and play with us, obviously, and behind the scenes and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're going to have our first official patron Discord. Gabby's been setting up roles and all this stuff. Yep. Very exciting stuff. That's at $5 and up. 
Patreon starting soon. Maybe, you know, next week. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, the people that uh, give us the high dollar amounts, the top three tiers, they get shout outs uh, on our podcasts every week. And this month's shout outs go to Javawabs, Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb, Togi Crawford, Nick, and Anna Croft. Shout out. Shout out. Wow. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, since I won that bet, I get to promote any Easy Allies video I'd like to promote. I get the final word on anything I've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in my head. And I get to sign off with the trademark sign off. Um, video I'd like to promote, check out uh, our, our, our Summer Game Fest impressions, uh, particularly uh, that day two with the day of the devs. Uh, and, and they won as well, like Street Fighter, all that stuff. Uh, it's really great. Uh, getting back on a show floor and getting like just the, the concentration, uh, concentrated amount of things there. Uh, because I think the difference with sort of like the remote previews, and I'll just make this my final word too, um, is that for when you have remote previews, it feels like you have to plan like each single one of these things as its own event. And it makes it a lot harder to do volume. Because it's like, okay, we got to do the preview and then we got to shoot the thing and then we got to cut the thing and all that. Whereas like when you do something like E3 or Summer Game Fest that we did this last week, it's like, okay, I'm here. I, I need to do something with myself and things that I would not have taken time for otherwise, like Escape Academy. I just like, no, I probably won't do that. Like, well, I have time. So let me play Escape Academy and I really liked it and I got to talk about it. Uh, and because we're just like rapid firing out all these things and covering the show, it really, it really does make a difference uh, compared to trying to set up a bunch of remote appointments. Uh, so, yeah, check those out, and we'll see you before the next Blood Moon Rises. And Nintendo just still being a weird old monkey paw.